Hoppin', the Drew and Mike Show, rolling into another week from the deals in the D.com studios. Eli, with some sports in just a minute, but uh, I want to remind you, we are brought to you by Hall Financial, and the spring buying season is here, so home inventory is on the rise. Rates are leveling off, lowest they've been in months, so if you think it might be time to buy, the first call you need to make is Hall Financial. They got a lot of great programs right now. Can save you money off your rate and help you with down payment assistance. This week they announced. I'm sorry. Oops. You want to restart? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's my first day. This week they announced a one percent down program with up to four thousand in forgivable down payment assistance for qualified buyers. And if you're thinking about spring summer renovations or second home up north, take advantage of the equity in your house now. Go to the Hall Financial website, click the link to get started for Halls Above and Beyond. Five-star service just for you guys, our listeners, or call 866-CALL-HALL and make sure to tell them we sent you. 866-CALL-HALL. And I, um, I've i seen all the madness going on with the Lions draft, so I was trying to get Eli fired up just to give us a draft <laughs> segment. Just assuming it's clickbait, if what's nothing else. Ma- where's the madness coming from? Tell me, what, what, what's, what's with the madness? Mock draft, go. Oh, it's just the... the Endless, endless speculation on something that no one can Wait, know. Are you talking about talk radio? Are you talking about the newspapers? Oh, no, not just everything, newspapers. Everything uh, is draft. Everyone, all the writers, all the TV people, all the radio people, everyone <laughs> you, you doing sports, it. they talk about nothing <laughs> but the draft. And two weeks after they've told you who's going to draft who, they go, you know, here's my new mock draft. Because uh, I don't know why. This guy got well, better than that guy, I guess. You know, when you mentioned this, I said, I'm going to see how the expert of experts is done. How does Mel Kuyper do? Hmm. Let's see. In 2021, he guessed six of the 32 first-round draft picks. That's terrible. Of course it's terrible. You can predict the weather in May, Good May 17th, better than you can predict who's going to get drafted at number 17 on the it, 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 Thursday, it's crazy. Maz says if they stop talking about the draft, the audience disappears in mass. That's true. For for whatever yeah. reason, people are even when the Lions are awful. You know, I, I don't agree with that. I can't believe if you are an entertaining show, you have to talk about one subject and only one subject, or the audience will. Just disappear. Well, That's you ludicrous. Did, you did just add a caveat. I'm just saying. What's, 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 <laughs> I can't believe there's no way for them to entertain people with anything but endless draft talk. And the point being that it's it's predicting stuff, and sports is unpredictable. You can't predict the outcome of a game. You can't predict who's going to win a penny. You can predict it, but you're wrong. Well, isn't a pregame so, so show? How, how, how can we put all this weight on these so-called experts who really know nothing unless they have some inside information. But the inside information is usually wrong because teams don't let this out. There's no, there's no way you can find it. Has just, anyone ever... It's, 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 and the information they do let out sometimes is bullshit. Yeah. Right. But has anyone ever examined the records of the people who we spend all these hours and weeks and months uh, saying, here's what they predict? What is their record after the fact? I, I bet you it's terrible. I just gave you one. Kuiper, let's see. So six out of 32 is, is uh, less, less than, than 20%. Less, less than 20%. So, you know, the, the Lions done a good job in the offseason. I will say this because I did do some, some, some research here. And it's pretty clear with the Lions picking six that they're going to take an edge rusher. It's going to be one of three. It's going to be Jalen Carter. 
the kid from Georgia who showed up fat to his, um, mm-hmm. to the, uh, uh, what do you call it? The combine. The combine. Oh, he drives away from it, dying it, teammates, it, it, too. After driving away from <laughs> dying teammates. Uh, and then it's going to be Will Anderson from Alabama or a guy, or Tyree Wilson from Texas, Texas Tech. But then here's what's interesting. So so one, one, one guy that I looked at pushed it down. He said... Um, He's with CBS. He had the lines trading up to number three, <laughs> not to ensure getting Carter, but to get Anthony Richardson, who will be the third quarterback picked in the draft. Three oh, of the first six no to be a quarterback. So I'm thinking, did somebody in the Lions tell him? Of course not. Is he thinking, <laughs> well, that'd be kind of cool. And if I was a GM, I might do that. Or is he just saying, what the hell? I'll throw that out there so people think I'm really doing research. Yeah. Nobody knows. So, so uh, it's, it's. By the way, of, I would never pick Anthony Richardson third in any draft. I, I watched him play a lot last year. He is an inaccurate passer. Well, that's I interesting. I promise you this. Okay, maybe so, but so the reason Jalen Hurts didn't go to the 53rd pick in the draft, the new $50 million man. He was man, accurate. He was he, much more but, accurate but, than but Richardson. He, but the, the rap on him was he wasn't an accurate enough passer. So He's a lot more accurate than Anthony Richardson. But Anthony I Richardson. Some of his figures may be inaccurate. Certainly didn't have the receivers <laughs> that Jalen Hurts has had, too. I mean, right. there, there is that. But I'm talking about a guy who throws the ball over people's heads, throws to people who are covered, yeah. um, throws underthrows people. He's just not a good player accurate passer. But I'm ready to be wrong because if this many teams think he's that good, I must have really missed something. A lot of teams do. And a lot of people have him going in the in the top six. So the Lions are going to get an edge rusher with the first pick. With the 18th pick, they're probably going to go for defensive line. But they've had a, you see they've had a good off season. They got the three free agent cornerbacks. There's even some that say they're going to draft the kid. Um, uh, who's the kid from Illinois? Wilkinson, Wilkerson, uh, with the with 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 the sixth with the sixth pick. Or with the 18th pick, even though they've already gotten three cornerbacks, Witherspoon, oh, I Witherspoon, think it is. Yeah. yeah, Devin Witherspoon from Illinois. So who knows? Then one one mock draft had them picking a running back, B. John Robinson in the first God. in the first round. Please no. Or with the 18th God, pick. God, he is good. He's really good. <laughs> oh, he's a running back. Dime a dozen. Right. They're rarely picked in the first round. So that's probably a, a, an absurd uh, guess. But they're wow. going to get they're going to get feel a, this guy's muscles. They're going to get Brandon, a quarterback. Can you stop playing drops, please? When Eli is on, <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ! I thought we settled this. Right, really? I never heard about that. <laughs> Am I drop free? You were uh, supposed to be. Anyway, uh, they're, they're going to pick a quarterback somewhere as insurance down the road for golf, and they could use with number eighteen. There's talk they could take. Uh, there's talk. One guy's talking. <laughs> <laughs> they could get Henderson or uh, uh, Hendon Hooker. So who knows? But at eighteen, that's what that's what one piece of speculation is. I th- would think you'd want to take a quarterback in the first round. That's that's good enough to develop. It maybe, seems maybe like they be, need defense. Their well, offense do. was fourth in the league. Anyway, they got they got nine picks from six and eighteen, two in the second round. On and on it goes. You know, when, when the draft, <laughs> when I was becoming a sports fan in the sixties, the draft was held in a hotel room mm-hmm. ballroom. They wrote the names in chalk on a blackboard, and you could find out who you who your team drafted when you read the paper the next day, because it didn't make <laughs> the national do. news. Maybe the local news would give you their guy. And now, six hundred thousand people attended the draft in Las Vegas last year. Half a million, I believe, it was in in Tennessee uh, a few years before that. At least they're so, drafting, though. I mean. 
better than mock drafting. It's amazing, <laughs> though, how the NFL has turned this into its own small yeah. economic force in the spring, right? Because it was nothing. Yeah. You go downtown Detroit, right. they already have the clock for the draft when it's here. Right. You know, and what's the and what's the cause of all this escalation? ESPN. Sure. Suddenly, this network, 45 years ago, out of the blue, had does sports 24 hours a day and did the draft, and it started to build. Then you get the experts. But what's so funny is you get three days of expert analysis and predictions, and from <sighs> what you're saying, it's the three months leading up to the three days where you're getting more and more and more of it, and so nobody knows anything that's going to happen by that, by that time. But, did you like the Bridgewater signing? Yes. Marvin Jones? Is, is, is the Bridgewater signing done? I heard it was speculation. Oh, is it done? Oh, okay. I, I, I don't I know if it's done it. yet. That's why they're still talking about getting a quarterback. I think there was oh, talk okay. that they would is that get not, a, They did not sign I, Teddy Bridgewater? I don't believe no. they did. No, okay. They haven't Sorry. Done, but, How but about that, the trading Okuda for a But there was a report that, that they offered him a contract, but I haven't seen any any update on okay, that. Okay, so he didn't sign. Uh, the Okuda thing, you know, to the Lions' credit, four of the last five first-round picks have been very good. Uh, starting in 18, they got Ragnow. They got Hawkinson. Pretty good. Uh, Akuda, obviously, no. P- Penny Sewell, Hutchinson. So they've, yeah. they've done they've, they've done a good job with their, and they've, and they've had a good off season. So they seem pretty much set to fill in some gaps. But why the obsession to to, to hear what somebody thinks they might do that doesn't really know over it. and over again? Well, it is what it is. I mean, it's not nothing's going to stop that. I just um, I just question when people say that no sports fan wants to hear anything else. I don't believe well, I, that. I, I don't believe that either. But I, I feel like it would be uh, like a show just talking about their fantasy football draft, right? Because it doesn't mean anything. It's not really real except for the person doing it. All the, all pregame analysis is Ugh. is just filling time for commercials. It just fills time. But I can only take so much pregame bullshit before any game to think of a <laughs> pregame for months. But oh well. Imagine these, these poor Tiger guys doing hour oh. pregame shows for a team that's. No, they're, it's, it's all about killing time. I mean, those shows. Hey, Tigers won three in a row. They have well, and that, and what was what was, what was so interesting <laughs> was, was that as soon as they well the, watching Thursday, and I, I watched the the Baez incident Thursday yeah, night. That me too. Was, first of all, he doesn't run out the fly ball. No, he, the, the, the the sequence was this: the screen says his batting average is one hundred, meaning he was four for forty <laughs> on the season with zero extra base hits. So he hits what he thinks is his first extra base hit, but he watches it from home plate. He was surprised, and then too late. It, too late. He runs the second. I thought then he, he thought fr- it was a home run, maybe. Well, yeah, but you still run it out. Of course, no. You know, then 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 he he forgets how many outs there are, mm-hmm. and he's taken out of the game by Hinch and Matt Shepard, of course, says, and and AJ AJ uh, uh, Hinch very uh, professionally takes him into the dugout in the tunnel, and they talk it over, and you know they wouldn't do anything sudden. You know what Sparky would have done? He would have taken him out of the game and not said a word. And if they and if the media asked him, he'd say, "Ask the player." He knows. Yeah, Gibby said the same thing. What did he say? He said that's what Sparky was. Oh, really? Done. I didn't. Yeah. Th- you kidding? Oh, oh. <laughs> he said that. well, as far as the media, yeah. You know, now you don't have to talk to the media after because I, you know, they didn't talk to Miguel Cabrera after he got the game-winning hit on Saturday, which I thought, well, really, he can't. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they even asked him to. I assume they would. That little. So the, the infield's drawn in. It's a little bouncer up the middle, waddles to first base. <laughs> yeah. Where you, and then, it was a pretty good setup for him. I yeah, mean, you're yeah. batting but, right-handed but, against a lefty, you're pinch hitting late in a game, and there's a man on third and nobody out. Yeah. And the infield's pulled in. Pretty good spot pretty, for Miguel Pretty Cabrera. good spot to the little bouncer up the middle. It's, he's like a really old uh, person in a, in a nursing home where you're like, 
Yeah, <laughs> ate something. Good job. <laughs> like, like they're feeding him, you know, matched up though, food. He was, we expect nothing they from went him. Nuts. <laughs> he was quick enough though to dodge the the, the, the Gatorade bucket that they threw at him. That's the irony of it. So anyway, you know they've. they've yeah, but Bias is hitting now. Bias got yeah. a few hits. Well, it was know, good for him. It seems Spark, to, Sparky would have made him cut his hair, by the way. <laughs> they, they, just, he is guilty of thinking he's hot. <laughs> that really bothers me. I had me. no idea. Frosted Tips, he took off his hat. I'm like, whoa! That was the bigger surprise. <laughs> his hair bothers me. because Why is he worried about being hot right now? Well, was that a leftover from the World Baseball Classic where they all dyed their hair? Maybe oh, so. is that probably, what it was? Yeah, probably so. so. Well, then I want all of them canceled. <laughs> you know, there, there's been talk that they should eat that contract. And, yeah. and, and I think and, they should. And it's just... Uh, We're talking about Miggy or Baez? No, Baez. Baez. If he keeps hitting like this, I would eat it. I, what good is he doing you in the lineup? Well, um, uh, You're hurting the team. Right, right. But there's no reason why he's playing this badly for this long. He wasn't that bad a player. The, he just swings. It's stunning. He's the most free swinger, and yet... He doesn't hit the ball. The free, great free swingers are great because they can actually hit pitches out of the strike zone. I'll tell you what was strange about Saturday's game. He had a 12-pitch at bat. He fouled off multiple pitches. He took three balls, and then he ripped the double over the left fielder's head. It was a catcher playing left, he's and got, he turned the wrong way, but it was still a more hits, and the team has played better. I, I, and then Torkelson. Tied the game up with a rip Tor- single. Torkey's playing well. Nick yeah. Nick Maton looks like he's pretty pretty good player. Don't forget about Carps. Scrappy. Carps. I didn't even know. He- Carps has you two bombs. You mentioned Carps. Thinking, who the hell is he talking about? It's Carpenter. Carps has five extra base hits, just saying. Spencer Turnbull ha- had a good outing, so they've won three games. And maybe, I don't see why it happens, but maybe he sparked the team by taking Baez out. <laughs> maybe. And it's, maybe. You know, it, it, it doesn't last, but whatever. The, the, the great story of that, which perhaps you remember if you're old enough, was in 1969 when your Cubbies were leading the National League, were finally going to win I remember this well. I cried when they lost. Right. And the Mets were eight and a half out in the middle of August. Yes. And Cleon Jones, the left fielder for the Mets, did not hustle for a fly ball. Gil, Gil Hodges walked to left field and took him out of the game to send a message, and the Mets rallied and won a win in the World Series. I don't remember that. I do remember Billy Martin meeting Reggie Jack. He pulled him in the middle of an inning. Yeah. Pulled Reggie Jackson. Right, right. Oh, yeah. There were fisticuffs in the dugout. They had the fight in the dugout. <laughs> God, that was an exciting team. But, but you know, the so the Tigers are 5-9. and nine. They're on a pace to win 58 games now. Woo! And I'm not, I'm not knocking it. <laughs> but the reason it's an illusion is... They've they've got the the second worst run differential in the majors. Only Oakland, which has got no payroll at all, is worse. They have the lowest batting average, and they just don't have. They're not going to be able to put the numbers together to win more than. 60, they're dead last games. in like every single pitching right. statistic their, too. Their relief pitching is so bad. I, honestly, I'm going. Why did they so easily let Fulmer go? Why did they let Jimenez go? Yeah, Fulmer is now the closer for the Cubs. Fulmer was a good pitcher for them. As a short reliever, he was very good. I didn't understand it. I realized, well, he's not signed, so we're going to get nothing. Sign him! (laughs) You know, the Tiger, if if you take away Cabrera, is $32 million. And Baez is twenty-two million. That's that's fifty-four million. Half the payroll. That's that's not quite half. The payroll sixty-seven million. But to to their credit, it's because it's poorly spent money. Also, Tampa Bay has a payroll of seventy-four million, and they just tied the record for the most wins to start a season. Seventy-four million payroll. Their payroll is seventy-four million. It's the third or fourth. Who's the highest-paid guy in that team? 
Oh, uh, some, is it some, Yandy Diaz? I don't yeah, even know. Yeah, that's incredible. Right. There's a, there's, a, there's one guy on the injured list that, that makes 11, but they're, they're mostly just young, controllable players. So to answer your question, when Fulmer and these guys are available for free agency, the Tigers don't want them anymore. They're not going to spend big money to keep a guy. They don't they want to come get, here You have anyway. to have a closer. You have to have an eighth inning guy. You're certain things you have to have. All right, so that Tampa that. Bay team that is off to a record start and just on fire to start the year. 13-1, they did, they did finally they lose. They did lose, yeah, yeah. but uh, their highest paid pay player is Manuel Margot, $7 million. Yeah. Second, Yandy Diaz at 6 Brandon Lau, uh, 5.2, and then everybody else is under 5 they got at least seven or eight, ten guys like at the major league minimum, which is seven twenty. I think Brandon, well, I think Rosa you made up all those names. No, those no, are, those aren't real people. They're good players. So is Randy Rosarena, who's on that team. He's a superstar. He's only making four million. Nobody's named Yandy. <laughs> <laughs> who are their starting pitchers for Christ? Well, Jeffrey Springs, who yes, Springs, is red right. hot, but he just got hurt. They also have. I mean, normally they're they're pitching. Didn't they have so the Cy Young winner last year or two years ago? Yeah, what's his name? Blake Snell. Blake Snell, Blake didn't Snell, he? Blake yeah. Snell, but he's in San Diego now. Yeah, well, when guys make a lot of money, they, they, they get rid of them. But if they're a brilliant a scouting team... Their pitchers are all making 700 k and they're great, like Drew Rasmussen and Shane McClanahan. Right. right. So, uh, I do want to point out, they, they had a pretty good, pretty easy start, too. They played the Tigers, yeah. <laughs> Oakland, <laughs> Oakland, and Washington. You know, the average baseball... Guess what the average baseball salary is now? Mm. Per year? Yeah. It's so hard to guess because Six? so many guys make seven hundred and twenty-three thousand, yeah. which is the minimum, I think. It's actually um, four point nine million is the okay. average salary. Yeah, you guys are so negative though. The Tigers are only four games out. <laughs> They've only played. They're not in last. <laughs> not in play. last. And their their winning streaks alive because they're in a rain delay right now. That's right. So they haven't lost yet today. So negative. My favorite, uh, uh, one of the most interesting things in the last week was the Mavericks and owner Mark yes. Cuban purposely throwing the final game of the season and admitting so. They said that beforehand because, you know, we're not going to play these players, and everybody knew why, and because because they wanted to, they, they, they didn't want to be the play-in. Okay, there's 30 teams in the NBA, and 20 of them are given a shot to make the playoffs now with this play-in thing. Think of that. You play 82 games to eliminate 10 teams. So the Mavericks wanted to be, since they don't think they're going to win the championship, finishing 10th, which they're not this year. They got no shot. They tanked, which is a, a common practice, believe it or not, they in the NBA. Do, yeah. And so just to stick it to the NBA when they find him 750000 he threw it another seven fifty. <laughs> so let's, let's put it all to charity. Just to say, you, you know, your, your, your rules are fucked <laughs> up. Funny. We play too many games. We need to rest guys, the old load management thing. And we're not going to try and win this game. As it turns out, they, they, uh, he benched four guys, and they only lost by three points. You know who levied the fine on, by the way, which was a person I didn't know where this person was, was Joe Dumars. I had no idea he was uh-huh. working for the NBA. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's in, he's in charge of that stuff. Hmm. And, and one of the reasons is... If they don't, if they they can keep their top ten pick, if they don't make the playoffs, is what it was. They they get to keep a draft pick was another reason why it made every bit of sense to them mm. to just not win the game because they wanted to keep that pick. Yeah. So what's up with Magic Johnson? Magic Johnson owns more teams than anybody. He owns the WNBA team, the Sparks. He used to own a piece of the Lakers, but he gave that up. I forget why he gave that up. Uh, he owns. The, uh, he's a majority owner of the Dodgers, and now he's the, uh, one of the owners of the Washington Commanders. 
Now, wow. I got a question. Is that finalized? Because I saw I some story about Christian Leitner leaning, which I wouldn't think Christian Leitner would have. He was any broke like five years ago. That's what I thought. But it's him been, and Brian Davis have this like. It's been. Re- yeah, I, I heard. Yeah, Leitner is broke. He's one of the guys that went broke. But, but, I, I, but I guess they're, they put an offer in like at like oh. the 11th hour, which makes no sense. It's whatsoever. obviously not his money then. He's representing. Yeah. Imagine with Mag- Magic's financial genius, I'm sure he'll outsmart <laughs> Christian Leitner's <laughs> offer I, I or whatever that might be. Look at all the stuff he, he, he owns. He doesn't sound that smart. Smart, but he's just got to be. People want magic on their team. He put it oh, yeah. this He's a, a a great teammate. Yep. He told a story once. Can I tell the story real fast? Yeah. He's he's in eighth grade, and he's he's clearly the best player in his church league team. There's nobody even close. So his coach, who wants to win, says, "I want you to take all the shots. I want you to take the ball up. I want you to just run this team." So he does that a few games. All of his teammates are standing around, and he's and he realizes this is no fun. These are my buddies. And so he would draw the defense. <laughs> he would pass off. And, and, he, and that was the lesson he learned. And that's what he carried through life. You're not going to have fun if the other guys around you aren't having fun, too. And so he's, he's, a, he's somebody people want on their team. And I can, I can, I can see why he's, he's got AIDS. Just, just because <laughs> he did have he's terrible as a TV hot talk show host and terrible as an Donald analyst. Donald Sterling didn't like him. <laughs> you know, I still can't believe, I can't believe he couldn't be a good analyst. Doesn't that seem silly? I think he just struggles with the language too much. I guess. He'd have to be somewhat lucid, you know. But, but he's, he's, he's been on some the of the, game so well. he's been on some of the halftime shows and postgame stuff yeah. and he's fine. Yeah. Right. Because I think we've come to accept, I mean, Shaq isn't always the greatest person with the English language, too, but he's entertaining as hell to watch. Shaq's pretty good, though. He's pretty Not good. always. He just mumbles. He's yeah. just a little louder. A guy that people, big, you ought to be able to hear a guy that but, big. But I can't big believe chemistry. everyone loves Barkley, though. Everyone loves Barkley. He was on 60 Minutes a few weeks ago yeah. just to talk. And they're paying him, was it 20 $10 million, million, $10 million a year? That's he's, a, he's making a lot of money doing that. Even if you don't like the NBA, that's a good show, the TNT show. With it is. The guys. Sure. Yeah. Barkley is a great personality. He'll say what he'll say whatever is on his mind. He's kind of kind of, you know, a little a, a wild card. I find myself agreeing with him most of the time. Yeah, I do well, too. Yeah. Maybe that's why I like him. I don't know. This uh and you know, we talked about the the, the transphobia thing last week. I just just got to bring it up. It's oh just, boy, it's here just we go. so. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Wait till we hear the boner line today. Eli gets hammered in it. What happened? <laughs> you want to just berate our audience oh, again? Did I get, what, what, I, what did I get hammered? I'm, I'm lost. What I, I don't, Maybe I don't you can think, stick around for the boner line. I don't think people really think that was a great marketing move by Bud Light. Oh, 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 oh I see. And I see because they have 3.7, uh, 3, 3 point. Okay. They lost I think five. if they lose a lot of their other audience, they're not going to. Well, possibly I don't think so. people think that that's really their target audience that drinks Bud Light anyway. I mean, unless trans and gay people just start drinking Bud Light like crazy. Well, well they probably drink beer. Don't you think trans people drink beer? Sure. Yeah. So why not drink what and, they want to drink? And gay people drink beer. So they, they, they lost $5 billion, beer. apparently. Well, in, in males drink beer by a wide margin. Sure. We've been through that. So here's what Joe Rogan. Did you see what, I mean, what Joe not, Rogan? As of right now, uh, I haven't seen the latest story, but Southern and Midwestern distributors said they absolutely were selling a lot less beer. Why? Why are people so outraged? I just don't I think they're sick of it. I don't get it either. I just think they're tired of it. Tired of what? Of just everything in your it, face. All of it. Um, and the, you know, honestly, the it, Nike. It was, I saw, it was an Instagram ad. How is it in their face? 
Well, she's got 10 million got, followers in every media. Are those people, the media love no, the story. No, no, no. Those people aren't following her, so there's people that make the fake I don't outrage. follow her, and no, I see it everywhere. People, exactly. people in the media say, oh, this girl is a trans person, and she's now a Bud Light spokesperson. But I have to tell you, I agree with Bill Maher in that. He said he more understands the Nike. The people are pissed about Nike because women, okay, she's not, she doesn't need a bra. She doesn't need a sports bra. She's... She is not a breasty female by any stretch of the imagination. And Nike doesn't spend much money on female athletes. And who do they give it to when they've got a lump to give out to uh, Dylan Mulvaney? Yeah, and a lot of women, a lot of women were think, upset about I think that. That's a very fair criticism. And I but, think, I think, but I got to tell you, if I like Bud Light, which I do, and I don't care about Nike, but if I like Nike, I would still buy their product. I wouldn't let their marketing decisions change my behavior. And I don't think it'll last either. Uh, yeah, it may not. I mean, it's way too early to even say. But to suggest that, um, I, I thought it'd be the same thing if we use Dylan Mulvaney to advertise our show. It's she's not our audience. Right, right. She's not going to convince people to listen to, to this show. I think. I think unless you're a trans person. You have no idea what it is. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Well, fact, I think people are. I think people are accepting the trans. I think all yeah. of this is being accepted. I think people are just tired of. If you disagree with anything, you're a fucking you're, terrorist, I agree with you. racist <clears throat> asshole. That's that's the far left that makes look it at bad Riley for Gaines. Right. Riley I, I Gaines agree with San Francisco State. That She's was right. psychotic. And I saw that they were just talking about that Mar and this woman who's a representative in the U.S. Congress. Um, because Piers Morgan and Bill Maher were saying, well, Riley Gaines had a, it really had a point. Absolutely. Says, oh, Riley Gaines just wants likes and clicks. Bullshit. Like, no, she doesn't. What the fuck are you talking about, lady? I, Katie I, Porter's I, her name. What a, I, listen, I got nothing against trans people. The problem, because I, I don't understand it. <laughs> but it doesn't affect me one way or the other right, at exactly. all. If right. people want to so do what they want to do, do it. It doesn't bother me. So Joe Rogan says, what they're doing is just spreading the brand to an extra group of people. Why, well, if something is good, do you give a FU, FU who's got it? Uh, you know, so, so what? He said, like, would we all do this if it was cheesecake? Like, you know, like if there was a bomb, a bomb ass cheesecake and all of a sudden, you know, some radical group like Antifa really got into the cheesecake, would we say the hell with the cheesecake? We're not going to eat it anymore. Who cares? Who well, really cares? I think it's an agal and I think it's similar. Analogous. <laughs> and thank you. I'm, I knew I was going to mess it up. Chick-fil-A. So Chick-fil-A. And then the people on the left, they get so mad because it's run by or Hobby Lobby because right. it's run by such religious people. Right. Some if you like the chicken sandwich, you're going to fucking buy the chicken sandwich. Right. Right. Well, that's why you can't you can't base anything on on reactions right out of the gate. It takes a long time to, for people to be really determined to not drink Bud Light if it's going to last for any stretch of time, and it probably won't. But I don't it think doesn't appear to be a great mark. Doesn't appear to be a great marketing move for Bud Light. No, it was probably a bad call. The guys, listen, listen. And Bud listen. Light, by the way, the, the CEO said, "Oh, we didn't know about it." And the girl, who the head of the marketing, who was bragging about it, said, "It was actually a low-level marketing decision." Uh, she did agree with it or double down on it. But she made more headlines this weekend when she deleted all those pictures of her partying. She deleted them, and people noticed. <laughs> but if it wasn't for this whole That's scandal, it. guys, we wouldn't have this awesome earworm of a song. And, oh, God. come on. Play the video on here, Brandon, so we can see it. This video is fucking hilarious. People don't understand it, play it, and they're scared, and they're scared by it. Just like gay, gay marriage scared people. It, it is kind of the new fight against people. that. Like, yeah. replace trans with gay and pretend it was 30 years ago. When I was at, when I was at Channel... there's far less of them, too. When I was at Channel 2 in the 90s, and, and Rich Fisher was our anchor man, and after the late news, usually on Friday night, <clears throat> we'd all go into his office. The whole building was empty. It's quarter to 12. Rich would pull out his VHS 
pornography. And he would throw some of it on. And we would sit there absolutely aghast. And he would say, call them chicks with dicks. And and you look Rich at it, you Fisher's go, canceled. And you go, he's not with us anymore. And you just look at it and say, "How does that happen? How can it be a man and a woman at the same time?" It's pretty so, weird. It's weird. It's weird. There's a lot it's of weird. issues so surrounding we don't understand, it, Right? We don't understand it. But when but, you're talking about puberty blockers and what age, there's a lot of things that people are having shoved down their throats exactly. that they don't agree with. Exactly. And so it makes the whole thing messy. You need common sense. In fact, I even People agree. should be allowed to discuss it without fear exactly. of being called a transphobe. Exactly. And I just also, uh, uh, the whole thing in Florida, you know, the, the big thing with with um, don't say gay and you can't discuss. That was not what the bill was called. It was not the don't say okay, gay no. bill. No, but the point was you shouldn't discuss gender issues with kids eight years and under. And I agree with that. I mean, why would you fight that? That's common sense. Can't we wait until they're, you know, 10 or 11 or maybe the, uh, you know, I more disagree too, but yeah. why do they have to call it "Don't Say Gay" and say they're trying to push people back in the closet? They weren't trying to push people back in the closet. That was just a marketing move to make the whole thing. I mean, everyone is so fucked. Everyone just has to be so bent out of shape about everything. Well, Jesus the only Christ. thing about it that, that has bothered me all along is the Leah Thomas thing. It's just wrong. If you were born a man and 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 through puberty you you had testosterone and gained muscle mass, you shouldn't be competing against women. That's just common sense, isn't he, it? He couldn't win anything as a male, right? So he goes in the women's and he wins. He sets a record by fifty seconds. It's ridiculous. What the fuck? Are you? I kidding? mean, that's just common sense. We don't need that. Did you see? I just got to ask you. This is off the subject. Somebody did a. I don't know if this is a gotcha thing or what it was, but they were trying to interview, you know, the teacher in Canada who has the giant. Oh, hoop. yeah. What is that all about? The school's like, oh, we can't tell her not to do that. We, no, no. And so anyway, people have been making you see sport. that picture, by the way. Did you ever see that picture? Mm -hmm. That's just insane. Weird. She doesn't wear those boobs. She only wears them to school. Yes. It's a he who has short, dark hair, uh, and he was at the mall walking around with his boobs, and somebody went up to him and said, hey, how come you don't have the trans, or the uh, the, the, uh, the uh, prosthetic boob. boobs or whatever? They've caught him he's multiple like, times. And he just ducks into the car. <laughs> so he's trolling the school. He's trolling those people. Yep. And they're protecting him. Right. Crazy. Well, well, how stupid is that? Stupid. Uh, and he does far more harm because then people stupid. think they're all like that. But he should have just, they should have just said, come on, this is silly. Get the fuck out of here. But no, they had to support him without even, you know, Check giving it a video. second thought. Check this video out. <laughs> They've caught him multiple times. Oh, is this him? Let me yeah, see. That's him. That's got to be that's kidding. That's the giant boob Mr. person. Just, Mr. Let me wear your breasts, he I says. thought your boobs were real. Where are your breasts? Why are you dressing inappropriately in front of children? Oh, Can you believe it? Folks, like a cornered rat. He ran for the hills. He didn't even have the guts to come back to his car. He's abandoned it here. He called an Uber and he's uh, skedaddled. Well, who knows where? I wanted to get to the bottom <laughs> of those boobs if they were real or fake. We have the answer now. Yeah, I'm don't sure that's what it was. They are fake. They're as fake as a $3 bill. <laughs> so this guy left his car at the mall because he knew they were out there. He called an Uber and tried to duck in the Uber, oh. and they busted him. Okay, last last two things. You, the, the, the article about Michigan and the cult, which I don't get. I don't get why Michigan You're was the voted cult. the worst You're never going to get it. I'm not in the cult. I don't even know what the cult is. What, okay. what, is That's aren't how they it's all supposed cults? to be. And, okay. And, okay, <laughs> fine, fine. Uh, and and what's with? Uh, don't we have an appearance with the Budsters this week? Tell me about that. Oh yeah, Ghostbusters, absolutely. You and Brandon. Yeah. 
on uh, that's Friday, right? Is Thursday. It it's Thursday. Thursday. I'm sorry. Let's Noon to two Thursday. And where's that going to be? Twenty at Breeze in Hazel Park. Uh, and you guys are giving away. You're helping to give away a pound of weed wow. at Breeze in Hazel Park. And let's see. In 420, Ghostbusters is doing a buy one get one free deal on all flower. I don't flower? Bud. Yeah, Bud, just the green. Okay. When you mention the Drew and Mike show. Yeah, you got to say flower because now you can get pre-rolls, you can get gummies, and so they just call the buds themselves. Oils flower. And, yeah, yeah, call them tops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you mention, okay, starting Tuesday, that'd be virtually the day after today. If you're listening on yes. Monday, yes, yes, that would make sense. If you're mm-hmm. listening on Monday, that'd be the day after today. Tuesday. Through 420, Ghostbusters is doing a buy one, get one free deal on all flour when you mention the Drew and Mike show while supplies last. Go to Breeze and Hazel Park and tell your friends it's free weed. Other stores include Vibe and Inkster, uh, Dispo and Romeo, Joyology and Westland, Mindright, New Baltimore. How about Archive and Adrian and many, many more. And if it's not at your location, ask for Ghostbusters and see Brandon and Eli on Thursday. And Marcus. And Marcus, of course, at Breeze and Hazel Park, and tell your friends it's free weed. <laughs> my, fi- my final note: we didn't mention what Magic paid for the Washington Commanders. Is it six, six billion dollars? Remember what William Clay Ford paid for the Lions? <laughs> what did he? Four point five million. That's four point five million. That's, that's about one fifteen hundred sixty-three. Was that? Yeah, sixty-three. Wow. If he had paid six million, it would have been one thousandth what Oof. what it was cost now. But anyway, anyway, um, would you rather look through a window at a nice day or be outside in the nice day? Same analogy with your eyesight. Why look through glass or plastic, which distort, smudge, and scratch? You can have Dr. Yaldo turn back the clock so you can again enjoy naked 2020 vision. Right, nothing between you and your world. That's what LASIK surgery and multifocal implants do for you. Give you 2020 vision or better 24-7. Maybe you've heard that it sounds too good to be true or, or thought, I wonder if it really works. Not only do these procedures work, but they also are quick and painless. You wind up saying, best decision of my life, and I wish I hadn't waited so long. Hundreds of happy Drew and Mike listeners have done it, and the evaluation is free. Find out what Dr. Yaldo can do for you. Call 800-398-EYES or go to YaldoYCenter.com. Say $1,500 on custom LASIK by mentioning the show. And we'll wave the open this week and save it for next time. See you guys. I get right. out of here. And uh, well, you'll see Brandon Thursday yeah. at Breeze for Ghost Budsters. Excited. I've already had people on the boner line. 20966 boner. Let me know that they All were right. going to stop by. We want to toss out a massive thank you. To Greg H., Tanya T., Vincent S., JT, and Amanda K. for their recent purchases at Zotford and Holly. Hey, shout out time. What do you know? It's like Maz is back. Because when you support our sponsors, you support the Drew and Mike podcast, and we appreciate that. That's Zot talking, but we appreciate it too. I mean, it's a little trickier without Maz working there and the amazing draw that he was, but people are still supporting all our. It's amazing, actually, how many people support Legacy and Zod and Hall. Absolutely incredible. So if you are in the market for something new or pre-loved, or if you just want to sell your car, please give our friends at Zot a shot. They've been with us since the very beginning, and they love taking care of you. We do. People get special treatment. I swear they do. Uh, just mention it to anybody, wherever you go, any of our sponsors. You will, they will not mess with it. Not that they are out to mess with people, but they really go the extra mile for you. Get out there today. Lease a new 22 Ford Bronco Sport Big Bend all-wheel drive as low as $298 a month. 
or buy the damn thing with 1.9% financing for 72 months. I still don't know how do they get these crazy interest rates. How do they do it? Or stop by Zot. Lease a new 22 Ford Explorer XLT four-wheel drive as low as $282 a month. Or buy this cheeky bastard with 1.9% financing for 72 months. That's a long loan. Finally, go lease a new 22 Ford F-150 Supercrew XLT 4x4 at $244 a month or lower. Yes, you could actually save another 20 to 50 bucks a month if you qualify for a Ford private offer. Give Anthony or Gabara a call today to see if you're eligible. Plus, you can buy this bad boy with 2.9% financing for 72 months as well. Get details and search Zotford's banging inventory at dealsandd.com. And uh, Legacy, when's the last time you checked your home and auto insurance rates? If you haven't checked, I tell you, it's a good idea, especially if you haven't done it in five years or something, which I know I've gone that long. If you haven't checked, chances are you're paying too much. But if you work with Legacy Partners Insurance, they won't let that happen. Legacy Partners keeps an eye on your rates and continuously shops all the carriers to make sure you have the best program. So if you haven't called them this year, call them now and you'll probably end up pissed at your current provider. Not only does Legacy do home and auto, they also have great life insurance programs. And they can even get you signed up for Medicare, Medicaid. So give them a call today uh, for any instance or need any instant need at 586-209-4106 or if you know if it's your mom or your dad who are struggling with medicare medicaid same way or just go to our website and click on the link to get started with your new quote mary fortier uh mary fortier of course she won 50 dollars to something who knows what <laughs> and then uh, walk into any lady james for an award-winning haircut experience and automatically enter for your chance to win not one but two vehicles of your choice courtesy of les stanford buick gmc of ferndale yep two cars one for you, one for your wife, girlfriend, best bud, whoever. Lady Jane's open seven days a week. Walk in anytime for the wickedly awesome Lady Jane's. And, um, you know, I'm going to go local for just a minute here because uh, Elric sent me a story today. Oh, wow. The Feiger Jeffrey one? Feiger, yeah, really yeah. interesting. As First of all, Feiger is one of those guys, when I found out that he had a stroke, I was like, wait, Jeffrey Feiger? Nothing yeah. stopped Jeffrey Feiger. He never gives in. No, he is not giving no. in. He seemed pretty healthy, too. Not giving in. Yeah, I think he's got a... I think, actually, he has a big health regimen. He takes all kinds of vitamins. Oh, and one that. of those? They mentioned, yeah, I think <laughs> he's one kidding. of those. But I would. I picture Jeffrey Feiger being that guy. He's just intense. Yeah. And I've always had great respect for him, even though I've disagreed with him at times. If I was really in a mess and I needed somebody to stand uh, behind me... Yeah, no doubt. seems like he'd be a good guy to have on your side. However, uh, ML, <clears throat> ML did a column today on piece of garbage. Figer's efforts to get, um, I guess it's disability, a disability claim with Lloyds of London. Mm -hmm. And man, Figer versus Lloyds of London. Now, that's, that'd, be a, that'd be fun to watch on court TV. seems like it'd be a hell of a battle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because after he allegedly was told you cannot try cases anymore. He was trying cases, which doesn't, that doesn't surprise me at all. But how can you collect disability if you still can try cases? So not giving it. There were, <laughs> there were a lot of um, things in that story that it seems that uh, what was going on was not necessarily what he was claiming to Lloyd's of London. But um, even if every... I is dotted and every T is crossed in ML's column, and I suspect they are because mm -hmm. I know when oh, yeah. when, they're, when ML is doing anything about anyone, he's very anal, not to mention he's got people behind him at the paper. But um, 
That does not mean Figer won't win this. If you if you read the story and you simply <laughs> digested the facts as they are, you would say, well, obviously they're going to throw out that disability claim because I think it meant it means it it means like s- as much as seventeen million. Yeah, sixteen or seventeen million. Yeah. Although there was talk of a settlement for thirteen and so on and so forth. But, but it's one of those things where he's arguing um, kind of semantics of trial lawyer and office lawyer. Like, what does that mean? I mean, you would think office lawyer, you would stay in your office and do a lot of work, not travel to somebody else's office across states. But that's what he said uh, it's, is it's I'm really not going to travel. Yeah. I'm not going to try been. cases. I can't try cases. <laughs> I physically can't do it. I've been told by the doctors it can't happen. And then it happened. Not giving it. But he still wants the money. Yeah. So... That, but see, it's a really intriguing case. Even in the face of those facts, I don't necessarily believe that he won't win because he's Jeffrey Viger. Exactly. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Well, that's how good he is, especially as, especially as a trial lawyer, which he can't do anymore. But he's going up against Lloyds of London. Yeah, which Lloyds I would, of London's uh, I would assume too. that insurance company has some pretty good lawyers that work. Oh, for. yeah. And it's enough money that they'll care. Mm-hmm. Um, I always wonder about Lloyds of London. I mean, they must be really fierce about stuff, but you would think that they they would lose occasionally on some of those big, big bets. I'm sure they do, but they, I'm sure they also fight a lot of them. I was talking to a guy who was a, he's a lawyer for uh, an insurance company, and it's crazy. <laughs> and he's like, I see both sides of it. So. Can you imagine the BS they must come up against? Exactly. Holy crap. And it kind of ruins it for everybody else. Yeah. Well, Werewolves of London? Oh. Lloyds of London. Lloyds of London. I get excited when I hear anything from Warren Zevon. Aren't they the ones that, um, you know, what, uh, like, uh, covered somebody's legs, like Mary Hart's legs or something? Yeah, supposedly. All that. Anything that can't be insured. I always thought that was an urban legend. I thought that was bullshit. Because they reported that like it was a fact. We've insured Mary Hart's legs for a million dollars. And And everybody went, Mary Hart? That's exactly what I said. Like, her legs aren't that great. What's so great about her legs? I mean, I think she has For nice million, legs. Yeah, maybe 150000 I always heard about like Jennifer Love Hewitt insuring her boobs and stuff. Well, now that I understand, mm-hmm. that would be something I would seek to insure. It's very important for her career. But Mary Hart's legs, what, they think she's going to get caught in a meat grinder? <laughs> well, she doesn't make her money off her legs anyway. I mean, anyway. seriously, is she around a lot of wood chippers or something? I mean, what's going to happen to her legs? I don't know. The da- most dangerous thing she did was sit next to Larry King, King at the Dodgers game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we are. Celebrities with expensively insured body parts. Well, this is true. I think these are bullshit. I really do. <laughs> and I don't think Lloyd's bothers to say, you know, it's just bullshit, because they like the, the attention. The, the media coverage. Mariah sure. Carey has her legs insured. No, she doesn't. Her legs aren't why, that great. Why would she insure her legs and not her voice that she makes her legs David aren't that Beckham valuable. has insured his legs, feet, and toes. Who did? Beckham. Beckham. That makes a little more sense. As well as Cristiano Ronaldo. What does that even mean? Well, he's, I think <laughs> he's that not was, playing soccer. I think that was when he was a soccer player. Julia Roberts allegedly has her smile insured. Oh, oh shit. That's this is lie. according to the World Wide Web, guys. I'm telling you, even J-Lo and her buttocks oh, bullshit. are insured. Taylor Swift's legs. Wait, is, is, wait again, J-Lo's buttocks, what's going to happen to it? Bruce is, she gonna, is she in danger of falling into a meat grinder <laughs> and having her ass chewed up by a meat grinder? Gene Simmons has a $1 million insurance on his tongue. Mm. Okay. David Lee Roth allegedly $1 million on his sperm. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> which has never been used, which has never, which has never succeeded. Here's some more. Um, do you know who Kieran Lee is, the porn star? 
Brandon? I don't, but I'm going to definitely look in her. Him. Oh. It's a guy. He oh. allegedly has his penis insured for a million dollars. I sound like you really <laughs> want to look into that, Brandon. <laughs> Michael I'm Flat- not going to look into that Michael one. Michael Flatley <laughs> insured his legs for $47 million. What? Was he a dancer? Yeah, he's the, yeah. the Lord of the Dance guy that Clark loved. He just insures career <laughs> instead of his legs. Tony Braxton, Celine Dion, uh, Whitney Houston, Bob Dylan also with their vocal cords. Yeah, I don't I know don't, if I believe I it. Though. I don't. I don't believe it. Anyway, uh, yeah, I thought ML's Figer story, by the way, it was a very good story. Not that ML stories aren't always complete, long, but yeah. well told. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought, boy, that's one you really want to make sure. Yep. But he had some, some pretty, pretty heavy good story. story. Some pretty heavy stuff in that story. Some pretty deep facts. You could tell, I bet he's been working on that one a long time. I know, usually I know what he's working on. He never mentioned that, though. So. Yeah, I think that was a little bit under the under the radar, yeah. but yeah, he... T- As if I'm going to blab. A little balls. tease that was coming out on Friday. It does take balls, though, to publish that. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But uh, that's why I think they've... It's going to be interesting. Anyway, uh, also locally, I was just... I don't know why this made me feel good, because it doesn't necessarily... It won't necessarily have the outcome I want, and I don't even know if I want a specific outcome, but I know it drove me crazy. And drove a lot of people crazy when the Rochester schools were monitoring the parents' social media because some of them were questioning their COVID policies because these kids weren't in school. And they're like, the kids should be in school. And I remember even at the time, I thought, well, this is stupid because kids don't die of COVID. I mean, kids are the, they're the, the least likely person to be impacted by COVID. And all this hullabaloo about they couldn't have school for all this time. And God, I forgot, was it San Francisco that was out the entire time? I mean, some insanely long period, like more than a school season. So they did not want these people saying the things they were saying on social media, questioning the policy. So they start creating these dossiers of these dangerous parents who would dare. You know, and here we find out after the fact that a lot of these fucking kids are way behind because they haven't been in class for a long time, or they missed enough time that it actually impacted them, or they were depressed. I mean, parents had a lot of concerns, and rightfully so, but Rochester Schools was collecting their their comments, which weren't in line with Rochester Schools, and they made dossiers, and they started calling people's employers to say that, you know what, your employee is really destroying our community with his or her comments on social media and one woman was fired from the cider I'm a tattletale mm-hmm. the cider joint and she sued them and won $200,000 and I thought when she won her lawsuit I thought, well somebody's going to be fired there's no way that's so wrong that they would call her employer I can't believe the employer fired her yeah I mean I would think there'd be another oh, suit Blake's, there yeah. and then uh, they also were calling the police on some of these people calling the police what Talk about a control freak. Well, anyway, this was all under the um, umbrella of Superintendent Robert Shaner. And Robert Shaner, a lot of people did not like him already at that point. But people really were losing their, their bleep, their shit over what they were doing. The fact that they would go after essentially their customers, the parents of the kids in their schools would go after them for disagreeing with them. And, and honestly... As we learn, the more we know, the people had a right to disagree. They had a right to question it. But no, that was not to happen, not without calling the police or calling their bosses. So now Robert Shaner, the Rochester School Superintendent, is on medical leave Mm. because he says he's been so 
bullied and harmed by all these terrible comments and because his board of education failed to protect him from personal attacks causing immense emotional distress and physical distress. Well, I guess the bully got bullied. <laughs> I mean, seriously, can you imagine after the way they went after the parents of kids that he would take a medical leave over this? Well, it turns out there's a guy on the board. Well, he certainly isn't going to quit. I mean, when he makes damn near 300 grand. 307 grand. Yeah. Uh, Robert Chandler's lawyers are reviewing the conduct of the board, specifically Andrew Weaver. Weaver's attacks violate bylaws and have caused irreparable injury. I have a feeling they could probably quantify that injury first. Uh, Weaver's criticized masking rules. Also, the, the length of time schools were closed. Shaner claims that Andrew Weaver's Facebook enjoys no First Amendment protections. <laughs> what? That's really interesting. His Facebook page enjoys no First Amendment protection. Yet the board has done nothing to stop him. <laughs> how can how does it how is it that some people think the First Amendment um, matters to some people or uh, it protects some people and not others? Anyway, uh, it's, well, it's a little more complicated. A private company is that what they're saying? I think he's saying that he should not be allowed to say this on Facebook. Uh -huh. What if you if you read in the story, what he's really saying is that board members. Um, are required to show respect and to speak to the president, and the president is supposed to relay the feelings of board members. So he doesn't like that he's going out of the box and popping off on Facebook. Well, it really, it sounds to me like he doesn't like anyone disagreeing with him, frankly, is what it sounds like. And when people do disagree with him, then it hurts him physically and emotionally, and he can no longer work. Um, but... Uh, yeah, and Weaver, Weaver has damaged his professional reputation, hurt him emotionally, hurt him physically. Uh, no amount of money can sufficiently compensate Dr. Shannon for being subjected to constant, unlawful personal attacks. Oh, all the time. What, what, I mean, what, what happened to him? I guess he's just he's on he's just flat on his back all the time. His health has suffered, his emotional health has suffered, and his professional reputation has suffered. And I got to tell you, if you read the comments on that story. Uh, it doesn't sound like he has a lot of people on his side in this one. Uh, in fact, one guy is pissed because he says Shaner's a former Marine. What, former Marine breaking out like that? Come on! Uh, the bully being bullied was a common response. I, I bet you there's a certain amount of money that he would accept. He says that they can't sufficiently come up with any amount of money that would properly compensate. I think yeah, they, they could come up with an amount. <laughs> there's, always, there's always an amount. Always a number. Yep. And then uh, I saw a couple that said, Bob Shaner, wah! <laughs> W-A-H, that Southfield episode seems to have caught on in a lot of different funny ways. So, yeah, there's that. Um, you know, one, Your thing, new book. one thing that uh, we did not cover in the sports today was the brawl at the Chicago White Sox game. Did you see the brawl, I Mark? did not see it, no. Oh, my God. It is one of the best baseball brawls or any kind of brawls I have ever seen in my life. Was it on the field? No, it's the fans. Oh, a fan brawl. The fans did anybody go out and try to stab the first base coach? No, that was a White of, Sox game. I was, yeah, exactly. When I think of White Sox and fan brawls, I think naturally of that father and son duo who went to go attack the first base coach. How weird was that? I mean, has that so ever been explained? Fucking nuts. No, just a good father son bonding trip. But you've got two different brawls going on. There's, there's like two brawls of like four or five people, and it's hard to tell if the brawls are connected, but people are jumping brawls too. They go from one brawl to the <laughs> other, and then you've got this girl in black. 
she's wearing a black crop top and camel she pants. Hot? Yeah, she's kind of hot. And she's so manic in this thing. And she she jumps brawls. And then at one point, she's trying to get somebody. People are trying to stop her. And she wipes out on her face. You can hear the crowd reacting to this. It must be on the big screen by the time this brawl gets along a little ways. And then there's a chick wearing number 74. And she... Great this number. This thing is kind of... Um, it's starting to, to dial down a little bit. And she goes to pick up her hat. And this girl with black hair, who is being restrained, actually reaches and grabs her by the hair which restarts the whole thing. And the girl in number 74 punches her immediately. And then this guy in a Hernandez 10 jersey, who's number 10 on the White Sox named Hernandez? Is that Martinez? Oh, yeah, it was, it was Martinez. You're right. Um, he suddenly just fires a shot at this guy who's not looking. And um, it's just insane what goes on here. And the, the black crop top girl, by the way, she, who is so active in the brawl, at some point, uh, she starts watching. She gets on top of the seat, and she's actually kind of dancing while she's watching. Oh, cool. <laughs> well, everyone's was, having a good she time. She was punching people at first. Now she's dancing. Well, she won. And then when she goes back to her seat, she's smiling, and, and it's just absolutely insane. And the, the fact that the White Sox don't have – it seems the White Sox have no one who is assigned to break up brawls because, seriously, two people show up, and they're little – one of them's a woman, and one of them is a guy who's not very big, and they just sort of – it's just sort of like, whatever. I mean, they think it's gonna, they're going to punch their way out of it. And then there's a couple of people that go to their seats outside the brawl. There's a guy in red. You'll see. Go ahead, Brandon. Crank there's up this brawl. This brawl. brawl. It's so intense. Oh, wait. That's a different angle, isn't it? Uh, there's multiple different. I've seen so many different ones. It's all chicks. I'll go to the other one in a minute. Well, that chick has a nice rack. In the black tank yeah, top. I, I haven't seen this, one, this angle. But, but The guy's putting the girl in the black tank top in a chokehold. Yeah, people being restrained are sh- throwing shots at people. You know, what, you know what my favorite part is? What? The guy that was just doing what I would do, who's sitting on the aisle seat, just watching the game. Yeah, why not? He's like, I ain't getting involved in this garbage. There's just people sitting in their seats enjoying the game that's still going on. There's a good shot, too, at this one point of this guy is grabbing this girl and trying to pull him towards oh. him and the other side is trying to grab her the other there's a girl dancing yeah and she's giving the finger she's giving the finger while she's dancing so it's a taunting dance she's about to wipe out i think watch watch her oh <laughs> there's the guy in the seat who's just wanting want, want okay. to watch the game the get steps ready. are just covered in beer get ready for the hair grab is it from it's got to be from behind right all good hair grabs it's, from behind this is not as good an angle as brandon sent me in the show prep there there it is there's oh. A grab. oh let me switch to the other video then Oh, you can hear the crowd. Yeah, I love the guys. Oh, oh, oh! I couldn't didn't see that one on the other on the other angle. There's some good punches in this one that I did not see. Well, thank God everyone has their phone to film it. Where are the security people? There's they're nowhere to be found. There was one guy early and he walked away. He's like, screw this. Here, let me switch to the other angle here. That's yeah, that angle, uh, I mean, you do see other stuff. This angles were pretty good, though, because the seats are empty, so you can really get a good side view. See how there's two brawl groups? There's a guy in the red going to his seat. Watch, he just goes around like, hey, hey. There's That's the, the guy seat. that works there, right? There's a no, little... I think he's just trying to get to his seat. Or is he? Did you see the little kid that was crying and then a family member removed him from the area? I <laughs> didn't see that. Aww. 
it's funny looking at how many people are filming it because now I'm trying to find the person that just filmed the last video we watched. <laughs> what is this guy? This guy, this guy on this. I don't yeah. know if you can see my cursor. See that guy all the way in the back holding yeah. his phone away. What does he think he's recording? <laughs> Dude, there's honestly oh. there's a thousand people closer than the hair that grab. Guy. Yep, hair grab's coming up. Okay, the girl's gonna. The girl in the number seventy. Oh, that's the girl for wiping out. Okay, now. This girl leans down to pick up her hat, I think. Oh, yeah. She's Space coming there, there. Okay, the girl in the dark, she's about to get her hair grabbed. There! Oh! Oh! And she throws it. She throws Look at this haymaker. Oh, uh, yeah! And then Tenz goes in. Oh! Oh, that was a good Tenz punch. Tenz just fires a, fires a shot. Another shot. And now Tenz, Tenz next, oh, ten, ten next got, uh, punch hold, gets but... intercepted by this guy from behind. Meanwhile, my man is just sitting there in the this chair. <laughs> I love him. I love that guy. He's actually looking at the field. Look at those jackrabbit punches that girl's throwing. And there's Camo Girl with the black crop top. The one was Boogie, and look at her smiling. She's going to go to her seat. <laughs> that was fun. There's a worker watching. They're just like, you know, we're going to let the people just handle this themselves. Well, okay, kind of. I, the I, I don't blame them. Well, the people watching, he kind of pans around. Usually, everyone is watching the brawl. I think they kind of punched themselves out. I mean, I think they're tired at this point. Well, of course, it's, it's very like you know, strenuous when you see activity. A, a good probert fight. That security guard. The hockey in the players always run out of steam. <laughs> Just that security guard in the red. That lady who came in at the end and then turned around and walked away. Yeah. <laughs> her, the thought bubble above her head was basically. She doesn't have time to deal with that. She doesn't want to be bothered with that. I don't blame her. Yeah, they weren't real interested in getting it. I, how can you blame? I mean, who wants to get in the middle of that no mess? One. No one. They have to pretend like they are so they don't get sued if someone dies. God, that was a good fight, though. I cannot um. find out. So Tom Gamboa was the first base coach Yeah, that was attacked by uh By the father-son group. Was, you know what the two, the father son, by the way, they were the the owner and the son of father and son construction. Did you know that? <laughs> What's the chance I, of that? I, they get it done. I mean, that's kind of the point, right? They really did get it done. And Tom you Gamboa run a business with your son. Cool. You couldn't even find another grown man to go into business with. I'm a little upset that you, I, this is honestly where the joke I thought you were going for is they were actually the muse for this song. <laughs> um, but Gamboa Ken Stevens predicted this yeah, 40 yeah, he, years he, ahead of time he knew it was going to happen eventually the father was originally sentenced to 30 month probation for the attack he was the Royals first base coach not the White Sox um, his son was 15 at the time got 5 years probation I, did was you the have, kid drunk too or was the dad drunk and the kid just followed him I just think it was in his genes to, uh, to oh, run possible. onto the field that makes sense we know how that works um, in April 2004, the son was charged with breaking into a car and leading police on a brief chase. Wow. That charge was a violation of his probation from the Gamboa attack, and he was sentenced to 57 months in prison, according to ESPN. Is this here? Is this it? I don't and know. And then um, the dad went to prison in 2010 on a drug charge and was released in 2011 out on parole. I don't remember so, this. What year was the... They the, really turned their lives around. What year did father and son construction take on the first base coach? <laughs> It had to be early 2000s, right? 
You don't remember this, Brandon? I really don't. I, I do this remember scary. it very well. Chicago. It was just September bizarre. 19th, oh, the whole team just dogpiled them. Why? Wait, why were they mad at Tom Gamboa? Oh, I think I think he was just there. Right, because they're they're in Chicago. He's the opposing first base coach, and they just decided to go beat the shit out. One of those two guys was a father. Yeah, they both looked young, didn't they? Wow. I mean, he could be. A, he maybe maybe gave, had had the kid when he was fourteen. Are you saying he's fit? Maybe they're twenty nine and fifteen. <laughs> I was picturing a guy in his forties. Their shirts go. Did they rip their shirts off oh, yeah, before they, they jumped no, on the field? Of course, they didn't have a shirt. They're just like, let's go. That's pretty cool, actually. They were in decent shape. At least they learned their lesson and led a nice straight life after that, right? What? That's bizarre. I mean, the, the kid being involved was what's really bizarre. Yeah. I mean, it's oh, fucked yeah. up enough that anyone would go, out, I got that fucking first base coach is driving me crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's the last guy in the field you would think anyone would be mad at. I think maybe the umpire, maybe. <laughs> I think Gambo was like 70 years old, too. That's the other yeah, aspect he was. to it. He's an old man. Was wow. he Was he injured badly? Yeah, he, he lost hearing in an ear. Holy shit. Yeah, Isn't that that's wild? That's really weird. Yeah. Way to go, White Sox. I blame them. I love base brawls. We've all seen them. We've, everybody's seen people going at but it. But really, the, the are they? Honestly, this one of the White Sox game, you know, we'll probably put it up on YouTube or maybe we'll get it up on Twitter. It's worth watching. It's one of the oh, most worthwhile brawls I've ever seen. I think fights in the stands are generally better than fights on the field. Oh, yeah. By yeah. a mile. Well, because the, the response is a lot is a lot slower. I, it makes me long for the days of the Silverdome. I mean, we've talked about that. Oh, God. That was amazing when you'd have the entire Silverdome be looking at one corner of the field. Usually the, the south. Crowd. What is that? The southeast corner? Is the, the southeast? Lions sideline right above and, the Pepsi fan zone. That was the, the cheap seat. And you would see the Lions all looking, too. And I've heard players say that. Oh, yeah, you couldn't miss a good brawl at the Silverdome. My God. There's so many of them. There were a ton of brawls at those games. Uh, Ford Field, is it? Are there that many brawls at Ford Field? I don't think so. I'm sure they occur. I mean, I've seen a few here and there maybe on Twitter some, and stuff. Maybe they'll have some brawls when the um, Michigan Panthers start playing there, right? Are they going to start playing there soon? They're one and all. They won today. How many people are going to show up at Ford well, Field? I Do they you, really need that big a space? It's going to be more than, than showed up at today's game. Because my brother texts me, goes, "Are you watching this Michigan game?" And I thought he meant like University of. What he game? Meant the, Pan the Michigan Panthers. Oh, were today. they playing today? Sure. There was nobody in the stands. <laughs> Where's the game? Zero. Well, I think they're still playing <laughs> in Alabama. In Alabama somewhere. Oh yeah. my god. No, that's a joke. I don't know why people keep insisting on starting a new football league. I swear, I always predict disaster. I've never, until, unless you get a big name in the game, nobody cares. Well, I think the idea is... If you got Johnny Manziel to play, I think people would go, oh, well, I'm going to see Johnny Manziel play. It really, Even now, maybe. It really seems like um, the idea is to make a league that is a feeder league so you get bought out by the NFL. Yeah. Like, that just seems to be... But there's nothing in that for the fans. I mean, there's got to wow. be something in it for the fans. For me to watch this sport on television, I have to know someone playing. Wait, you didn't get fired up when you heard The Rock say this? Let's ball out, baby! Uh, that's, the X, no. that's the XFL. Keep your minor oh. league football. Uh, Damn, I got the wrong straight. one. No, this whole stupid thing about everybody's number 54. It's like, fuck you. I don't care so, to see the guy who's going to so be dumb. the 54th player on a team. I, I'm, that's not exciting enough for me. I'm not going to watch a whole season to see who's going to become the 54th guy in an NFL roster. But you're not excited that the Michigan Panthers quarterback set a record today? <laughs> Who is their quarterback? I don't know. 
trying to look it up really quick. <laughs> All I, I saw, saw the that headline too, Mark. He's you know, like a ninety yeah. percent completion. Um, performance well before we get josh too- love he was <laughs> 19 of 21 three touchdowns come on you love it before we get too far away so from no it. high school quarterback has ever gone 19 for 21 <laughs> it's not a high school game <laughs> we might as well play this one Just to- memories of the pontiac silver dome in rustic pontiac michigan i'm at silver dome memory i'm at the motherfucking bears lions game and sh- Bear score. So this honky in a Chicago jersey get up, start clapping. So I said, hey, dumbass, you must have forgot you in the motherfucking Motor City. Don't be doing that shit. Smartass said, be cool, man. I'm just cheering for my team. I said, nice try, Mr. Hot shit. I believe you just a guy cheering for his team with his nose on the side of his motherfucking face and shit. Sucker punch a guy twice. Left, right, left, right. I think watching the paramedics carry his sorry ass away is my favorite Silverdome memory and shit. What an asshole fan. <laughs> Surprised that made the Pontiac's over right, memory. You got to see really this. Lame. All right, see there? There's the end of the game. The buzzer just went off or whatever they use in the, uh, the USFL. And they're going to interview Josh Love, who just set a record. Okay. But I want you to pay attention to the crowd in the stands that okay. seems to be missing. I want to hear what he Thank says, you, Jack. too. I'm here with Josh Love. I mean, this is the best Josh, professional performance ever, right? Your performance today? I thought we did a great job offensively. Got a little uh, shaky in the middle of the second quarter and the early third quarter, but you know, we stuck to the game plan and made it happen. <laughs> what was the adjustments you, you made to be able to just blow up in the second half? It's really just doing, sticking to the game plan and uh, trusting your training. You already and, said and, that. Uh, going out there and uh, trusting the, the crowd, guys around Drew. you letting it rip. There is when you think no about this offseason, what were the two or three things that you really wanted to focus on and win this starting This is a COVID job. game. Think, you know, <laughs> it looks like a back, game in 2020. Together, uh, the same coordinator is huge, especially in a spring league like this. They're and, showing you know, his highlights and he's throwing these touchdowns and, and there's nobody and, in the stands. We went out and executed today. Yeah, yes, oh, they did. went so on That's interesting. They had watch, a game plan. They I'm stuck curious, to it. What are your expectations for you and these guys? I think we just got to go one game <laughs> at a time. No we know the how good we are. We got to go. Hey, they, used, they go one game at a time, just like Thank the NFL much, teams. Jack. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. That's really that's a great interview. Thank you, Jack. That makes no sense. There's nobody <laughs> no one, there. No one. How can a game be of any interest when no one would buy a ticket for it? Because it's on TV. How can it be on TV? No one wants to be there in person. I would say that it cannot be an exciting television event if no one will pay $10 to see it in person. It can't be that expensive, right? No. I would think they would be papering the place. Well, that's ridiculous, though. Seriously, why is that on TV? Why does that have a television deal? Just because it's football. It's football. People are playing football. Put it on TV. I would love to... Um, Wait, play football? Get, get on TV. Let's get a TV deal. It's, it Somebody's has, playing football. <laughs> it hasn't been exactly opposite of the NBA, but I wonder like what the ratings are between the USFL and the NBA playoffs. Because football wins the day, always. Have they had games on before today or yesterday? I have no idea. I think, <laughs> See, no I, one I knows. Know. No one I, has any idea. You hear me? Is there somebody out there going, oh, man, Michigan won. That means our team's just one game behind. So I mean, is there somebody actually following the standings? Is there one person following gonna, the standings? I'm going to see if I can find the USFL standings. And what, <laughs> by the way, what about the XFL? Are they still playing? No kidding. What happened to that? I, I thought was they were balling out. <laughs> was it, I mean, seriously, they had a season. I have no idea what happened. Wait a sec. Could they be 10 games into this USFL? That doesn't sound right. <laughs> Let's ball out, it's, baby! No, no, no. That's still be, going on? I just went to theusfl.com, and it's got the standings from last year. Oh, it was the first game. They're 1-0. Yeah, I think it was the okay. start today. It's opening weekend, as you can tell all by right. all the fans that were not in attendance. So opening day is the reverse of Tiger opening day. <laughs> no one shows up. Is that a tradition? 
Hey, it's opening day. Everyone watches on other. TV. Nobody yeah. goes. We got a perfectly clean, empty stadium on opening day. It's our tradition. I really hope I'm missing something here. Like they just weren't allowed in because there was a bomb scare. No, who would not allow? No, we're not allowing fans. Not for the first game. <laughs> Players are too nervous. I don't. <laughs> Players are too. I had more people at my football games in high school than they had at that USFL game. There were more people at Evan and Alex's games <laughs> when they played literally. I'm not kidding. That is really remarkable. I mean, when Evan played football in high school, that would look like a sellout compared to what we saw in that stadium. There was literally there was a, an orange jacket on each end. An usher, I take it. Yeah. What do they need an usher for? They can let the ushers go. They, they can save money them. on the ushers. Apparently, not only is the XFL still being played, there's a game on right, right now. now. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Battle Hawks and the Sea Dragons. Care to guess what cities those are? The Battle Hawks yeah. and the Sea Dragons. Yeah. Where do you think the Battle Hawks are from? When you think of Battle Hawks, what American city do you think of? None. <laughs> you don't think of St. Louis? <laughs> no. Uh, sea Dragons. Uh, okay, that's a little better because you know it's going to be well, coastal. Well, the Seahawks are big. I'm going to say, is it Seattle? It is Seattle. Seattle Sea Dragons, really? You're very proud of yourself. For wait, wait. <laughs> the Seattle Sea Dragons is a team. Yes. Were, there, were there dragons in Seattle at some time? Nah, sea that? Dragons. <laughs> sea Dragons. I go, I Hang guess on, I wait. almost caught the dragon. An orca? Everybody knows about the tradition of Sea Dragons in Seattle. Don't, get, don't go down that path. What, are you kidding me? Battlehawks, what generic names. Stupid. <laughs> Who picked that name? The Rock. The and his, ex- and his ex-wife. The Battle Hawks and the Sea Dragons? <laughs> that's got to be a joke. Uh, unfortunately, it's not. I'm trying to see what, what the what other What are the other nicknames? That's not, let me give me give me a second here. Let's see. I just want to see if you can name any of them. No. No way. Uh, the Renegades. When you think of Renegades, what uh, American city do you think of? I think of Boston because I think Maybe it was Houston? a Boston Renegades in another league. I you think. don't think of Arlington? Okay. No, Texas. no, I don't. How Wait, about uh, Ar- Arlington, Virginia has a franchise, or Arlington, I Texas? Think it's got to be Texas, right? Yeah, <laughs> we don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Arlington's a DC suburb, so they could. I mean, they could play at the high school, and they'd have plenty of space. But there is a uh, DC team. Care to guess their nickname? Oh, Washington be begins with a D because they're working on defenders. A litter. They're known as the yes, the DC defenders. Yeah, I was thinking some kind of guardian or. So are they going to focus on defense? <laughs> they draft heavily on the defensive side. Well, and Brandon, you mentioned the guardians. Care to guess what city is the guardians? I mean, when you think guardians. of guardians, oh, I would think Michigan because there's guardian. There's a company called Guardian here. Yeah. Guardian. Let's see. Nice try. Um, it who? makes no sense. It's Orlando. The Orlando Guardians. Are they known as being a guardian-like city? Yeah, and they, they guard us from attacks from the Atlantic side. The Roughnecks. Uh, care to guess where the Roughnecks are from? Which this, I'm going to say New York. This one makes sense if you think about what a Roughneck is. What's a Roughneck? It's a person that works. I think, look it up, Brandon. I think, isn't a Roughneck a person that works on an oil rig? Oh, is it Tulsa? Houston. Houston? Okay. Which makes roughneck, sense. Roughneck, an oil rig worker. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the Brahmas. I didn't know that. B R A H M A S. Brahmas. Brahmables. I don't know. I don't. Well, care. that's after I the don't rock. Care anymore. San Antonio. No, and then of I course there's care. of course there's the Vegas Vipers. Of course. <laughs> that's the XFL Why did team. Detroit have Vipers then? If they belong in Nobody Vegas, cares. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, we briefly talked about uh, Bud Light. Uh, there was. Was there any big Bud Light activity over the weekend besides the girl erasing C- all her frat-like uh, pictures? The CEO dropping his um, statement. We didn't talk about that Thursday? 
The CEO said, we're, we want to bring people together. We, we never wanted to divide people. Oh, okay. And, and I, I do believe, by the way, that the heads of Anheuser-Busch had no fucking clue this was happening. No, you think, they, you think they sign off on every influencer they pay on Instagram? No, no. no absolutely not. What happened was the, the, problem, the problem is they didn't respond quick enough. But the, and they're still not on social media. Their social media is blank That's ever weird. since March 30th. But um, anyway, Bill Maher, I queued it up, Brandon. Bill Maher has a very funny, um, well, it's not funny. I mean, it's real. I guess these are other campaigns that are coming. The point being that, uh, boy, you thought this was bad. Wait, you know, there's going to be a lot more of this. And I think it starts with a, he's showing a guy, a drunk guy, pouring out his Bud Light. Which, I mean, we always see this all the time. People burning Nikes over Kaepernick. And I'm surprised people which, do which this. Which already bought. I mean, the money, it's already been an item yeah. that's been purchased. So I don't get He's that. not going to drink it. I could drink that terrible beer. Fuck your woke ass company. Where's out is Jack Daniels? What I Jack mean, Daniels? What they do? Yeah. Oh, they had a campaign with uh, uh, RuPaul's anyway, Drag People. people but okay, it's gonna get drag worse people. Because there's a, there's <laughs> I love that show, RuPaul's really Drag People. Just to save you some, uh, <laughs> add you to Kid Rock. We we got some of the new ads that are coming out from some of other companies. You might. Yeah, we're going to see a lot of people upset on social chill, media. Bill. Would you like to see some of them? Because it's, it's going to get worse. Like Southern Comfort. Like it in the bottle? You'll love it in the can. Okay, then that's... <laughs> it's not going to go over well with... Uh, There's a couple really good a ones. Ford Motor Company, F-150, built trans tough. <laughs> I'm not going to like that. Um, Capital One, what's in your man purse? He's <laughs> got a guy with a purse around his neck. Uh, Jim Denny, quick rich, just like your birthing person used to make. <laughs> uh, Walmart, always low prices on puberty blockers. <laughs> well, that is, that's not, they're not going to lie. These are their beloved brands. Wonder Bread, we apologize for our whiteness. <laughs> is it? Uh, Skittles, you'll taste the rainbow and you'll like it. <laughs> and Marlboro Reds, come to where the flavor is. Oh, okay, the Cowboys got all this makeup on. That's the last one. Oh my God. It's got, a, it's got the warning for smoking while being a pregnant man. <laughs> the didn't health see risks. That. Yeah, the health risks of being a, smoking while being a pregnant man. <laughs> Did you see the other the other trans news uh, and who got in trouble? Who? Tommy Lee. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. We, we should have a trans news well, segment. What I, we? what I thought was interesting about it is his when he deleted the post. Uh -huh. Tommy Lee deleted it and then responded by saying, um, "I'm the gayest motherfucker around." I'm so <laughs> oh, gay. Yes. So, so. To which all I could think of was, "Well, yeah, we already knew that because." I Okay, Some explain the post. So outraged what did, what he like to post or something? He shared a video, an OAN reporter talking about, you know, hey, uh, what comes after trans, uh, transgender? Is it trans this and that? Here's and the video that he retweeted or liked or something. After transgender and transracial, we got transabled. Yeah, this one's really messed up. Physically healthy people who feel they should have been born disabled. A man in Great Britain cut off his arm because he felt like an amputee. A woman in North Carolina poured drain cleaner in her eyes because she felt blind. Transgender, transracial, transabled. Slippery Guess slope. Guess what's next? 
A grown man Wait, are those real stories? Sure, two identifies as a baby. You can't make this stuff up. Ridiculous. <laughs> We've known about Perhaps, adult babies for a long time. If that's how he feels. If a man can be a woman because he feels like one. If a white person can be a black person because she feels like one. If a healthy person can mutilate herself because she feels disabled. If a grown man can be a baby because he feels infantile. What's with the music? Where does this end? Oh, no. Can a child be an adult because she feels like a grown-up? No. Can a teenager buy alcohol because he identifies as over 21 years of age? <laughs> no. Can a grown man attend kindergarten because he identifies as a six-year-old oh, girl? God. No. We can a child attend daycare instead of school because it's just to get people mad and outraged. Okay, so what did he do? He liked the post? He, he shared it. He shared it. And so people were like, You are transphobic. Do people really need to get that worked up because he shared the post? Of course not. Big a deal. I deleted my controversial post because I am no way transphobic or against the LGBTQ plus community or any fucking community. Shit, I'm the gayest motherfucker. That's his official statement. Well, and then, he, so, and then, he, so, then he concluded with, I just don't agree with how far some things have been taken. I just think it's crazy that some people are blinding themselves because some people, <laughs> talking about one example, some people are blinding themselves because they feel they should have been born blind. It's probably more a mental illness there, right? I, I, get, I, get, I have no idea. He says, idea. I get being born female and identifying as male or being born male and identifying as a female or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but when people start identifying as babies or animals, what the fuck? Well, Which, they, once again, I think we've known about adult babies and furries I, for a long time. I, I laughed out loud. The it's thing so about the, stupid. The birthing person. That's yeah, funny. I mean, this whole... I know, but joke. Why, why are people insisting someone be called a birthing person, not a woman? I, I don't think, are you fucking kidding me? I don't think people are. I think it's well, maybe... Well, some people are some suggesting el Some that elitist it, assholes on the far left probably right. feel well, that's, that way, but it's that's really not stupid. Like a big thing. Well, it is to them. Yeah, and they're wrong. Um, or, you know, people declaring, telling the world on Twitter, we've had a child, and when they select the gender, we'll let you know. <laughs> oh, shut up. Just shut up. Yeah, I don't need to know anyway. Um, I, I don't need to know now. I don't even need to know then. I just I thought enough, I have enough dealing with myself. I just thought something. So Tommy Lee watches OAN? I'm sure. He so. just I, liked to see the post. I think he just, someone shared it and he just reshared oh, okay. it. I don't know if he really knows what it is. Does OAN have an audience? I don't think they're being carried by anyone anymore. I mean, are they, are they uh, akin to the football game we were watching? <laughs> <laughs> they just broadcast to no one. I don't know. And then well, put out sure, highlight well, clips. I'm sure somebody watches it, but you know. Is that they, what Chris Chris uh, Cuomo's on? No, he's on News Nation, okay. which is not News Max. That's totally different. I, I cannot keep track of all this stuff. <laughs> I know. Because I have people I telling know. me, oh, you should be watching OAN. What's wrong with you? Or you should be watching, you know, and I go, I, News I, Nation? Honestly, I can't watch all these things. News Max. Um, and I don't know. I really don't, honestly. I don't really know what the most credible source I don't of watch information any, I don't is. I want to watch anyway. any pundits whatsoever. I think it's harder to get to the bottom of things than it's ever been ever in my life. Uh, okay, so this is a uh, this is a crazy story. This is a little bit of true crime to talk about, uh, among other things. This story is so stupid. I just can't get over how stupid this is. It's a road rage story where. Two fathers who are carrying their families in the vehicles get into a road rage fight. William Hale of Douglas, Georgia, and Frank Allison of Callahan, Florida. Uh, there's a dispute. I don't know what started it, but it turned into one of these things where they're, you know, 
pumping the brakes, oh, like God. fake stopping, yeah. and um, and passing each other, and just being obnoxious, flipping birds. You say, did you say their families were in the car? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I'm sure both wives are going, what are you doing? Either that or they're jumping in. Uh, actually, one of the people flipping the bird was one of the guy's wives. Oh, okay, great. So the aggressor, or well, they're both aggressors, it sounds like. The overwhelming aggressor became Hale, who tried to run Allison off the road and then threw a water bottle at the driver's door, which I guess his window was open. Okay. So the suggestion was he was trying to throw the water bottle inside oh, and hit the driver. While the guy's jawing at him, probably. Yeah, and while the guy's driving, too. But well, That's the thing. They're both driving, so that's really hard to do. So next to the window. When Hale tries to throw the water bottle in the driver's door, Allison grabs his gun, aims at the lower truck bed, and fires, and hits Allison's five-year-old daughter. Oh, my God. Who is in the back seat, and she's hitting the lower leg. And, of course, she's bleeding and crying and, you know, carrying on. So Hale does what I think any of us would do. He immediately grabs his gun, which is in the center console, and empties his Glock 43 at Allison's car. Seven rounds at Allison's car. Unfortunately, he only hits Allison's 14-year-old daughter in the back. So Hale, who said, um, said uh, my daughter, Hale's five-year-old daughter's been hit in the leg. So he said, my daughter's screaming. It was an instant reaction. Of course I'm going to grab my Glock and empty it in the fucking guy's car. <laughs> what else would anyone do? Uh, take care of your daughter who was just shot? <laughs> yes, I would think I so. Think that, I think that would be the normal but, reaction. Um, amazingly and thankfully... Both daughters survived. They went to the hospital. Both survived. And I would say... Have you seen the video on it? If the response is anything but no more driving and no more guns for both of you. All I can think of is, look how delayed their trip was, wherever they were going now. <laughs> yeah, they were very late. You know what I mean? That would take a but, long time. I mean, honestly, don't you think in a, in a court of law, it should be declared that yes. neither one of you shall ever drive yeah. or own guns again? Neither one of you. Yeah. But no, yeah, that's not they Because the they used both very irresponsibly. Hale, but only one's in the Constitution, so. Hale, as it turns out, faces many, many, many charges. Is he the, the one, one that shot first? No. He's the one that emptied his Glock 43 so. on Allison's car. Allison is protected by the stand-your-ground law. He is not charged with anything because... The guy that shot first? Yes, so the, the bottle that was thrown at him had water in it and could have gone in his open window, so he rightfully, with malicious intent also, was pointed out that the driver, uh, or actually I think it was the woman, the wife, who threw the water bottle, she had malicious intent trying to fuck with the driver, and therefore uh, the water bottle could have derailed the car, could have had deadly intent. Really? And so at that point, he is standing his ground when he shoots... At the car, at the lower left side of the car, uh, the truck bed, rather, this, which this, ended up hitting the five-year-old daughter. Is this Georgia, you said? One guy was from Georgia? or One's from Florida, one's from Georgia. What's, where did this happen? I'm not sure. I Na believe Nassau it's in, County? Uh, in, wherever it happened, this is what the charge is. I just wonder, because you know, we all know, of, because we, have, we had to learn from Trayvon Martin, every inch of Florida's standard ground law. Wasn't Trayvon Martin in Georgia? No, it was Florida. Sanford, Florida, I believe. Okay. Well, stand your ground is not unique to Florida. Uh, no, 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 I know. But I would think Georgia would have similar laws to Florida, uh, would to think, be honest. Yeah. Although, although we saw the three guys in Georgia that went after the guy that was jogging, remember the Brandon lookalikes? Yeah. 
you know, they claim stand your ground, but they were found guilty. Well, they killed a guy. I mean, I know, but they were also claiming stand your ground. Didn't do anything to them. He ran in front of their car. No, he was jogging in front of their car. <laughs> no, that's they could have hit their brakes. I don't think that's a very good analogy. I, I don't know what state it's in. I don't even care. It doesn't matter. Um, one is protected and one is not. The person who took it to the next step by throwing the water bottle is deemed the aggressor, and Allison, who fired the one shot, is deemed standing his ground. And Hale is charged for the seven rounds he fired at Allison's car. But isn't he standing his ground after that guy fired a shot into his car? <laughs> no, because he started, he's, he's the one that's, that took it in that direction by throwing the water bottle. Does that make sense? So the other guy is standing his ground, and I guess he doesn't have any right to stand his ground back, even though Allison elevated it 9,000 times by shooting yeah. a gun. And uh, the guy's wife is the one that threw the water bottle? I think so, because how, how could you, you throw How could you There you go, drivers? women ruining it again. You couldn't really throw driver side to driver side, no. unless he was going in reverse. <laughs> Which I maybe maybe in this yeah. case you never know. Boy, how stupid! So both of their daughters are recovering from gunshot wounds, and um, don't I guess mess with my wife. I just thought of that because it's a stand your ground case. Allison will continue to drive and will continue to own a gun. Yeah. So he may have to shoot at someone else. He won. Or throw a water bottle. He won, even though his fourteen year old daughter got shot. I'm amazed that both of these guys wouldn't just stand up and say, we are so collectively sorry about this, but it sounds to me like they're both very angry at each other still. Oh, my God. I know. Just absolute fucking morons. That's like the shooting here in Detroit last week, and I I don't know if you guys talked about it or not, but the pizza delivery gone wrong. Did you see that story? I think I did see it. I don't remember... This is in the Southfield uh, Schoolcraft area, which can be a pretty rough area. But a pizza delivery was made to the wrong home, and the people that got the delivery ate it because, you know, free pizza just showed up to their house. It's true. It was paid for. It's already paid for. So the pizza delivery guy took off, and then they ate it. Well, the neighbors, whose pizza it was, wanted their fucking pizza, and they were mad. How'd they know the wrong guy got it? I'm sure they called, and they said, no, we sent it to blah, 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 and then maybe they had the address off by a number or whatever. So they went over demanding their pizza. They confronted the neighbors who ate the pizza, and of course, just uh, 30 rounds were fired off (laughs) during the fight. Five people, including two 14-year-old boys, were shot. What? Teen was shot in the abdomen, others stuck in the face. 31-year-old man shot in the face, neck and leg. 32-year-old man shot in the leg. 18-year-old man was hit in the hand. They were were hangry. No more guns for you. No more pizza for you either. Yeah. You know, what can I say? We've just, I just think the the bar for standard behavior is so low in the United States of America now. Sure. Just the bar in general for everything is so low. It's just amazing. Nothing is surprising anymore. Although, honestly, by the time you got all the information about where the pizza was delivered, wouldn't the pizza be cold? Oh, yeah. No, but you're not thinking about that. You're just mad that someone ate a pizza that was yours. I would think you'd say, you know what? I think that pizza's cold by now. I want you to deliver another pizza. I should not have to go to my neighbor's house to collect my pizza. Yeah, and I'm... You fucked up. I would think that the pizza place would go, oh, wow, yeah, we messed up. We'll bring another pizza. We'll get you another one, right? instead of... What's the pizza place? Because did they say, "Uh, go to your fucking neighbor's house and get the pizza? Pig snot. (laughs) School crap self. Maybe. I didn't see Maybe the pizza place. What's the name so. of the place? I, I didn't see the name of it. I'm curious the story. Uh, didn't it not in there? No. Okay. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> they should have just said, you know what? We're sending you a brand yeah, new pizza. Of Here you go. <laughs> no, listen. It was a slight mistake. Just go over and get the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but what if they already ate it? 
Well, then, no, then you gun. better fucking do something about it. Is that stand your ground? I mean, it was their pizza. <laughs> it's a pizza. I don't know who pizza. fired first. Pizza is very valuable. Pizza, pizza! Mm-hmm. Hey, I'll mention again, Ghost Budsters in 420. Breeze in Hazel Park. That's where you want to be. Breeze in Hazel Park on 420. So you can buy Ghost Budsters and see Brandon and Eli, who will be on site giving away weed. Yes, Ghost Budsters is giving away a pound of weed at Breeze in Hazel Park. Now, this is a pretty simple system. You just go and sign up, right? I don't, don't even, have to do anything crazy. No, I don't think there's any real sign. I think you just see us at the uh, at the tent that we'll have right there next to the Breeze on John R. Uh, in the parking lot of the Breeze. And then, I, I don't know exactly how it works, but we'll probably give you a ticket and you'll you'll probably walk away with some uh, a free ounce. Uh, I don't know if you want to say probably. Oh, yeah. Starting, you, might, you might. Starting Tuesday through 420, Thursday, Ghost Budsters is doing a buy one, get one free deal on all flour when you mention the Drew and Mike show while supplies last at Breeze in Hazel Park. Tell your friends it's free weed. And other stores remember Vibe and Inkster, Joyology in Westland, uh, Dipso and Romeo in Hazel Park, and on and on. And then we've got our friends, of course, at the offices of Luke Nowacki. Oh, I've been busy with Luke, with tax time and whatnot, and so much to think about. For some, uh, let's see, Britney Spears made the copy. Britney Spears is, uh, is not now and has never been a client of Luke Nowacki. Not saying that your failure to consult Luke will result in Jamie Spears being named your conservator, but talking to Luke might improve your chances of maintaining financial independence or possibly figuring out how to construct a pole barn without relying on the Amish. Call Luke at 248-663-4748. I wonder, I bet Brittany did have good financial advice because Brittany Spears is financially, she's doing great. Yeah, because Jamie was in charge. Right. I know. <laughs> There's news and on I, her when you're done with the read. I still want to know. Well, okay. Security Advisory Investment Services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC, Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, separately owned, and other entities in our names, members here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, and NordVPN helps protect you against bandwidth throttling from internet service providers, where ISPs will slow down your internet towards the end of your deal to get you to upgrade. Um, this allows you to switch your country IP address to get access to Netflix, Disney+, Plus, etc., in other countries for less than in the U.S., YouTube Premium, much cheaper in foreign countries than in the U.S., and unparalleled browsing security and protection from hacking of personal data. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com dams or use the code dams to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan. It's risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. And then every purchase uh, of a two-year plan will receive four bonus months on top. How about that? Four bonus months, a third of a year if you buy the two-year plan. So that's that's a pretty good deal. And I know a lot of people that? are really enjoying NordVPN and all the extras it allows. But what's going on with Brittany? Nothing can be more important than that. <laughs> so page six is reported that her manuscript is done. It's finalized and it's going through legal... I wrote re- a book! Through legal revisions right now. I'm going to do the audio version. They also, they also reported that she got... $15 million, which I think is kind of what we were talking about. Is she going to sell that many books? Probably. Yep. Probably. But here, here's the worst part. She's not going to have to promote it either. Wouldn't you expect her to do interviews and stuff? There's uh, no yeah. way she will. Uh, publishing insiders have described the memoir as brutally honest, a groundbreaking instant bestseller without any self-pity. So when I heard without, <laughs> without any self-pity, my first thought was... There's no way she wrote this, and now I'm guessing. I bet you she hasn't even read this because doesn't it sound like it got written 
pretty fucking fast. How many yeah. emojis are in this book? <laughs> Maybe it was just written with emojis. It's going to cover her childhood where she was a little girl with big dreams and the whole Timberlake thing it said in the time she shaved her head. And then they point out the ghost writer who's written all these profiles on all these other singers. So this guy just wrote a book and she's putting her name on it for $15 million. Well, that's ridiculous because yeah. aren't we going to know the minute she's not demanding all her family members be jailed? Don't we know well, that she, she didn't write the book? I guess she had a post about, about her family again regarding the book. Here it is. <laughs> oh, no. What's her post? Here it is, Brandon, if you want to read it. Um, but uh, there's some, there's another aspect to that, too. Oh, I, I, I'm going to make another prediction that she's going to be like Eddie Fisher. <laughs> and there's going to be parts of the book where she, that she, she doesn't know about. Idea. Like, <laughs> you'll say, oh, what about this part on page 30? She's like, uh-uh. <laughs> I ain't right there. I don't have a family that values me or respects me at all. That's the hard part for me. And as much as I love them, it's something that I'll probably oh she loves them ever won't be able to get over. When I post in those moments, I just want to speak from the heart because it's extremely hard for me. And then I look back and I see how many people say, "Get over it." I'm working on becoming stronger. P.S.S.S. I've written three different versions of my book and had no, lots of therapy through the process. No, you didn't. You didn't write any of it. What is it? Choose your own ending? There's yeah, the Choose your own adventure book. There's no way she wrote this book. I want to say this, though. We know, Brittany, that you're right because they never respond. They, they go, oh, my God, she just nailed me again. Yeah, exactly. when they never respond on that, social media. That's how it works. It's just her, her side and her side only. God, that's pretty amazing. That they did all that stuff. I'm excited. This is, I'm finally excited about this book. This is going to be great. Well, the the crap has to be in there because how are they going to sell the book unless she's going yeah, off? But- I'm sure this guy interviewed her, which, poor guy, I hope the money was worth it. That sounds exhausting. I was wondering, though, she makes some really specific claims that sound outlandish. I mean, she claims she was sexually trafficked. Yep. She was, she was jailed, basically, or imprisoned for 13 years. That's um, how she sexually trafficked. She used the term. I don't know. Shut up, Mark. I don't understand that. I I would think you might have a hard time with legal on some of the claims well, she's that's making. That's why going through legal revisions right <laughs> that, now. That could take a while. <laughs> what a clown! Oh God, she's such a disaster. That's funny that she's paying attention now. She's noticed that people are yep are uh, not appreciating everything she says. Yep. All right. Well, uh, I'm excited because we got the videos I was looking for from uh, Carl. It's this uh, it's this cop who is a vigilante cop, but he is keeping track, making sure the cops are doing their job. Right. Oh, he's policing the police, he's policing the police, and he's so obnoxious. Oh, oh my God, God, is he an asshole? The biggest time. asshole. And we'll go through it in a minute. But first, the boner line which did not air on Thursday for the second week in a row, so it could first air on YouTube. So if you want to hear it again, it is on the Drew and Mike YouTube channel, where, of course, we beg you, urge you, cajole you to subscribe. And, in fact, we passed 7,000 subscribers. Hey. That was pretty cool. But doesn't mean we need more, because I'm still, what, 8,800 behind Dave and Chuck? Yeah, but you got to look at it this way. They've been on for, like, 15 years. You've been on for uh, a month. That's true. I try to tell myself that sometimes, but then sometimes it doesn't feel that way. It just feels like we're way behind. You want it all. I know. It just would be really nice to get there faster than normal. If anybody, I mean, if you want to do it out of pity, subscribe, that's fine with me. I will accept your pity. I would really like to get faster, sooner. 
So please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And uh, my other goal, of course, is passing Adam Rich. Uh, in spite of the incredible battle the Rich family's putting up to kick my ass and just bully me, continue to bully me, um, I am trying to pass Adam Rich on Twitter at Drew Mike Podcast. At Drew Mike Podcast on Twitter. Subscribe to Drew and Mike YouTube on YouTube. And this is the new boner line. 20966 boner. I hear a lot of guys calling and complain that they can't get on the boner line. Well, there's an easy solution to that. If you do an algorithm, you'll notice that most of the bowler liners are either from M-Way City, uh-huh. they like wrestling, uh-huh. they had older men live with them when they were younger in their bedroom, uh-huh. they had their dad's keyboard stolen. Uh-huh. All those guys have in common. Listen, shut up for a second. I wanted to put in a uh, strong vote of support for the uh, cops, where are they now? idea <laughs> you gotta hire two three four producers to make it happen just do it do it get it done get out of my trailer i want you out yeah i got a separated at birth uh super mama and that's just a television and then giggling <laughs> and she sounds just like the the girl from hooters when arnold schwarzenegger calls the girl from hooters and says she needs discipline thanks for calling hooters okay how can i help you how are you good first i would like to just get to know you yeah. Well, I'm too sorry. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think an argument can be made that if you become addicted to meth, your laugh may become a cackle. Example A, Ted Golden Throat. <laughs> Example B, Intervention Now. Pills before bills, you know? <laughs> you know, Mark was talking about shaving your pubes for Easter. Oh, yeah? I have alopecia. I only got one big, long pube. Hope you're happy. I'm crying now. I feel traumatized, bruh. And now I'm tweeting about you, bruh. And now you're trending, bruh. And now your life is ruined, bruh. And now you're fired, bruh. Just wanted to defend Bobby Lee. He's a pretty funny dude. He's not Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock or any of the greats. But if you've never seen his performance... In The Dictator, uh, very drop-worthy stuff in there. I love George Clooney. He's an old-fashioned movie star. He gay? He suck my dick? Ah, man, hilarious. Oh, gosh. Listening to Mark talk about The Mandalorian is painful. Bo-Katan was never part of the children of the watch like The Mandalorian (laughs) or Din Djarin is. She is a Mandalorian. There are different religious or whatever kind of sex to the Mandalorian. Spoiler alert. All right. The children of the watch are a religious zealot sect that believes that they have to keep their helmets on. The rest of the Mandalorians don't. What a dork. It's just an offshoot. They're all Mandalorians. Those whack jobs keep their helmets on. The normal ones take their helmets off. Go outside, nerd. Get out. Go. To be part of the whack job, children of the watch group, you have to keep your helmet on. This is the way. That was from Star Wars. What a nerd. My uh, wife the other day told me my foreplay was so bad, it's more like one play. And all I could think of is Kwame. <laughs> ha ha. My game is off. My game is off. Ha ha. How about Drew uh, just, you know, pretending like he's never seen Lemon Party before and just saying, oh, hot. A good old-fashioned lemon party. Yeah, right. You were waiting for it to show up. You are so gay now. Listening about the uh, 
Dalai Lama. There is an explanation for this. If you look up how he actually became the Dalai Lama, it has something to do with when the current Dalai Lama dies, some group goes out and finds some kid that's born around the same time, and they make him the Dalai Lama. Hey, there he is. Now, what kind of childhood do you think that child had? Probably none. Therefore, he's a lot like Michael Jackson. Yeah. He never had a childhood, which explains his behavior. Well, that makes you a pedophile. So Drew was sort of cute in his innocence and ignorance of, oh, my God, how did Donald Trump do it? He's 77 and he's going all these places and then he has a rally. How does he have the energy? Boy, it's tough. Um, he's a cokehead. Are you serious? <laughs> a, a billionaire at the height of his powers in the 80s in New York. And he's still a billionaire. Uh, yeah, he's a cokehead. And he's still doing it. I'm thinking maybe I'd like to try me some of that cocaine. Yeah, I'm listening to the show and I'm hearing Eli and Trudy and you guys talk about like Bud Light. And, uh, I'm just going to hang up. Fuck Bud Light. Stinking idiot. Fuck Anheuser-Busch. Is Eli fucking blind talking about corporations targeting the gay community? Do we not see every single gay pride month? They all change their logos to the pride flag or every single commercial has a gay couple or a trans couple. Come on, Eli. I love lesbians. Eli, Kid Rock was not shooting an AK-47. That was a completely different rifle, completely different caliber. You people in the media got to call everything that is a gun an AK-47. Completely different. It's like calling the Red Wings the Pistons, okay? Maybe you can get back. I believe you, but my Tommy gun don't. Yeah, the Kid Rock thing with the Bud Light was pretty fucking stupid. I'll admit that. I mean, it was kind of a low-rent move and all that, but, you know. Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. He's making fun of young girls and young women, Eli, you dumb shit. Can't you see the fucking subtlety of it? She plays the hysterical little teenage girl and young woman. It's setting back women 10, 15, 20 years. I love watching women's golf. Yeah, so maybe have uh, your boy Eli there stick to sports and not fucking politics. Stay in your lane, bro. Super stoked I got a fast-forward button on this. We don't need Eli coming on here fucking spewing a bunch of fucking leftist fucking bullshit. Bullshit! So how about we keep Eli fucking sticking to sports and not his fucking stupid politics? Idiot! I know small hand Brandon won't put this on the voter line. It's nice to see you again, Mr. Insult. But... I will say that you guys need to cancel the Eli Tuesday, Monday, fucking Sunday, whatever goddamn stupid day that is. Because literally, Eli is a waste of time. He's a waste of time. At this point, I'm kind of saying that he's a waste of space. I'm a bitch. Eli, I just want to tell you something. You suck, okay? You like the fact that the fucking Bud Light, is, is they put a fucking girl on the can? You like that? You like that? The $5.7 trillion in the LGBTQ community? What about all the rest of the fucking community, Eli? What about the trillions of dollars that's left for everybody else, the normal Bud Light pe drinking people? You need to relax. Eli is, is the problem in this world, uh, a guy like Eli. Idiot. April 10th show, about 13 minutes and 20 seconds. Audio separated at birth. Eli trying to pronounce LGBTQ and the New Jersey Turnpike guy trying to pronounce memorabilia. The, the LG, LGB, I can't get it. Memorabilia. You know, Barbara, he's calling in 97.1. Hello, this is Barbara. Haven't heard her voice in a while. 
She usually keeps it pretty calm. Mm. But if she got really pissed off at Caputo or something, I wonder if she would sound like Jackie when she's upset. I don't care what anybody says. I'm done with it. I remember once we convinced our bus driver to do a Brody in the snow, and she did, and the whole bus did a 360. Hold on to your dick! Came one foot from smoking a car. It was the greatest thing ever. She cried. She was like, oh my God, I'm so getting fired. And we were like, there's no way in hell we're going to tell on you. It was fucking awesome. You're so full of shit, Jackson. Oh my God. I used to torture the bus drivers. I hated them. Those poor fucking people. We do not treat them well, poor bus drivers. I wouldn't walk off this goddamn bus right now and let you people walk the fuck home. Hey, I just uh, noticed that uh, the bus driver lady had said, God dang it, I can smell it. She sounds like Napoleon Dynamite's grandmother. God dang it, I can fucking smell it. Make yourself a dang quesadilla. Separation at birth with Nisha Barton and the bus driver. God dang it, I can fucking smell it. I knew it. Audio separated at birth. That bus driver yelling at the kids and PC principal. I don't want to hear another goddamn word out of your mouth. Hey, Leslie, shut your fucking mouth. I have to say, that bus driver is pure audio gold. I'm allergic to the shit. I, I can't even keep count of how many drops are possible in everything I'm hearing from her. My foot's going to be so far up your goddamn ass, it's going to dangle out your goddamn nose. <laughs> See ya. See ya. 209-66-BONER, please call it, text it, send links, all that fun stuff. I love the bus driver. Do we know what she got in her GoFundMe? Oh, Jackie? Oh, she had a bunch last. I, I can check it now. Oh, man. That poor woman. <laughs> I... Let's see. She For her retirement and vacation fundraiser, $116,000 she's made so far. Good for her. I mean, honestly, I'm seriously happy for her. I'm, not, I'm happier for her than I am... For the guy that got the GoFundMe, who was working the cash register that we called. Remember that guy? Yeah. Oh, Walmart guy. And then it sounded like Greeter. that guy didn't need the money. No. No. No, he didn't he want to stop working. working. Yeah, he just worked to work. Um, <laughs> did you ever look Jackie up? I don't think I did. We should try to find her. I mean, her voice would be, it'd just be funny to hear her voice when she's not pissed. What's What's the story with her? What I don't, I don't know. She God went off. dang it, I can fucking smell it. <laughs> She went off on these kids because she was allergic to perfume. Ah. Uh, and so they were spraying. I'm allergic to this shit. They were spraying perfume to fuck with her. So she had an asthma attack and was out of work, and she came back to work, and the perfume stuff started up, and she just lost it. I'm and done with it. Told off the bus, told him she was quitting, told him she wanted to quit right now and leave him right fucking there. <laughs> but then she drove them to the school and quit. Walked in and quit. So why does she have a GoFundMe? Because kids on the bus, of course, recorded her rant. Yeah. And her rant went viral, and people felt so sorry for the bus driver that they started GoFundMe for her, because she quit her job after 15 years of driving this bus. Why don't we have a GoFundMe for all the school bus drivers? Because they all get treated like shit. Well, um, I'm sure if somebody else has a problem like she does, and they they have the proper uh, rant, they probably will get a GoFundMe. Kids are the worst. I know. And, you know, there was an interesting conversation. Uh, I'll refer back to Bill Maher just one more time. Uh, Maher and, oh, what's his name? Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan. We're talking about the the problem with Jack Tashira, uh, OG, who (laughs) leaked these 
national secrets to his little teen, his Twinkie teen friends to impress them. Hey, look at me, Mr. Big Stuff. I have access to national secrets. You would think a guy that works on mainframes and IT would know that uh, anything you put on the Internet is going to get spread. I I can't believe he thought that would stay in that Discord. Well, that's, that's the thing, is that Bill and Piers were suggesting that, you know... Is 21 too young to be uh, trusted with our nation's biggest secrets? And the fact that uh, he was on emails with the Joint Chiefs, this 21-year-old kid. And and I understood exactly what they were saying. I, I get it. But, I mean, if you can fight in a war, right? If you're 18 and you're part of the military, you can no, fight in the war. Fighting in the war is not, different than getting national secrets. Well, not to mention, I could see, how old was, was um, uh, Chelsea Manning? Right. Older than that. Yeah. So uh, does it really matter? I mean, you can be an idiot at any age. Does Jack Teixeira... Oh, I think you can, but I think you're more likely to be an idiot if you're 20 or 21 right Probably. now than if you were 20 or 21, yeah. 20 or 40 years ago. You think Jack Teixeira is an incel? I mean, here he is on Discord with all these other dudes, and they're all and just, no chicks. They're all just yeah. talking about, you know, I'm, I'm badass. I got military secrets. It was all about gaming, shooting guns, yeah. and racing cars. Yeah. So, yeah, I... I do. I agree with them. I think 21 is, I mean, I'm kind of, Mitch Album had a column today, and he was talking about how, you know, we always think, well, these guys got that. They got it. They got this. You know, whatever it might be. And, you know, Mitch referenced the weapons of mass destruction, which it's still kind of incredible when you think about that, that a whole war was based on the fact that someone had weapons of mass destruction that they did not have. I mean, that's that's pretty amazing. Yeah, based on what? Mainly one memo, the yellow cake memo. <clears throat> but to be wrong about something like that? Yeah. And then in this case, they were wrong about Jack Tashira. And, and I agree with them. It's funny, too. The, the congresswoman, of course, says, uh, oh, you sound like a couple of old people, which is like, wait a second. You're upset because they're judging a group of people on the basis of their age and you're using their age against them. That's a stupid argument. <laughs> yeah, it's dumb. I could tell Bill did not like it at all. Bill, that's, a, that's a lame she argument. A, she said a couple of incredibly stupid things. She's the one that said, um, no, that uh, Riley Gaines is doing it for clicks. That Riley Gaines goes, complains about the fact that she lost her title or whatever to a man who is transitioning to a woman because she wants clicks. I mean, that was really pathetic. But anyway, I got to say, I 21-year-olds just don't seem 21 to me. What, what do you mean? 21 feels more like 17 right now. But it's all, I mean, isn't it really the individual? Yeah, I think it is. But um, I mean, I could tell you looking at his picture, I would feel like that guy wouldn't be responsible with any because he looks like he's 10. He lives with his mom. Yeah, no, I. He's an Air National Guardsman. I thoroughly enjoyed his mom. I thoroughly enjoyed the fact that the TV news helicopter had him on camera before he, right before he was. Yeah, he's reading a book on his back deck. (laughs) Why is that so funny to me? Because we know what's going to happen right after that. The New York Times were there two hours before the people to arrest him. He's just enjoying a nice, you know, nice day outside, and we all know his life is fucked. I don't know. It's about to be fun. Seems like they might be a little loose with the uh, nation's secrets when something like this happens. Just saying. And actually, Piers. But didn't he take him off? Didn't he take it off like a a main surfer? That he he only had access to. I thought he only had access to it because he was supposed to be a systems guy working on it. Yeah, so he didn't really have access to it. That's why he started copying. You do have access if you can break into it. You have access. 
Um, anyway, Piers Morgan is pointing out that uh, this seems to be kind of an American problem, that the UK and China and Russia don't seem to have so many people blurting out there uh, or putting them online as we seem to have. But I don't know. I would not know. Anyway, yeah, I'm sure his friends were impressed, but uh, pretty costly. Uh, I got to tell you, the, the, worst, to your the worst part about it is that it took so long for anybody to notice. Yeah. Like you would think that would be, we'd have people monitoring, I don't know, Discord or what other places I, where the stuff spread right away. I was just picturing a lot of old people at the Pentagon. <laughs> I hate to say what I just was complaining about, but yeah, do they but, really you know, have the sharpest te- uh, technology tech people over there? Little, you know, younger people understand it yeah, better and it. work on it. So well, I, wouldn't I, they have the best young people making sure that young people don't get to it? I would hope so, yeah. That's, I would hope you'd pay enough money to get the brightest know. and the best. Anyway, um, let's see. What else is on my list? That surveillance footage, and I know you guys talked about it a little bit, um, but the weekend was the 10th anniversary of the Boston bombing. Yeah. And that Netflix special is so fucking good. It's really it was good. really good. And the footage they have. Of, Incredible. I've never seen any yeah. of that footage ever. But I, I thought it was a really good documentary. Brandon and I were talking about it before the show about how, you know, the, the did local- Danny Mang get his money back? That's what I want to know. Danny Mang is awesome, man. He, that guy Did you rules. try him again? Yeah, I did. I called him. He didn't Did Mercedes it. give him a new car yet? Not that I know of. I mean, by the way, what a nerd memorizing the... Uh, the oh, GPS cool. number? That's pretty amazing. But that led to the immediate tracking no, of no, the car. He with his car. He, he is was, the hero. He is the hero. But the documentary was so good in the, in the way that they showed, you know... There's a question about should they have put their pictures out? Should they have done it this way? Did the FBI miss them when they investigated? Um, um, what's the oldest brother? Zarnev, yeah. Jokar, Tamerlan. and Tamerlan. Tamerlan. Yeah. So, you know, the local police are mad at the FBI for that, and the FBI is mad at the local police for putting out the, the picture. I, How is the FBI you know, going to find him? I, there's no perfect way of doing it. No. And I, I think they would have raised... They were going to raise as much hell as they possibly could. They went and shot a cop just for fun. Yeah, but that was after their pictures were out. So that's where... Yeah, I understand you know, that. But do you think they were going to be to turn themselves in once... No. I no, mean, they but, would have turned themselves in if they saw their pictures I, I, and they I went, mean, oh my God, our pictures out there. Like they said in the, in the documentary, it's a lot of Monday morning quarterbacking because, I don't know, did they put it out too early? Did they put it out too late? It's really hard to tell. And then, of course, you have his roommates who are fucking assholes who then go and hide... You know, evidence as soon as they see his picture instead of reporting him. You know, yeah, and the one guy just kind of hoped it wasn't him, so I'm not gonna turn him in because I don't want it to be him. But right. I, it, it reminded me like how frightening that would have been after the bombings once the manhunt was on and the, the sh- massive shootout in Watertown. Like, oh, it was that, in, it was that seems almost more terrorizing than the two bombs. And that guy, I can't, still can't get over the fact that. Tamerlan just basically gives himself up, just walks into the line of fire. Like a psycho. But he's like invincible on PCP or something, and he gets shot nine times, and he's just not getting stuck. He's just not slowing down. No, the one cop that was eye-to-eye with him and just kept shooting him. Six feet apart. Like nothing happened. (laughs) Tamerlan shot at him. in here? Shot at him like 3,000 times and only hit him once when he threw his gun at him. Right. The guy, it's Tamerlan, a pulp fiction moment. Tamerlan, but, yeah, that's what he said. Tamerlan should have been throwing his bullets at him instead of shooting him. But uh, when he walks into the line of fire, yeah, and then collapses in the street, and these cops, thinking these are just two Watertown kids, they start attending to him. And meanwhile, fucking Jokar gets in the car. Yeah. He turned well, it around too, yeah, didn't lead, he? Have to lead, turn it around, leading yeah. to my favorite moment in the whole saga, which I've mentioned numerous times on this he show. Runs over his own that brother. he killed his own brother. Yeah. I've never so. seen the video of that before until this documentary. So then I when knew they, it happened, but I'd never seen it happen. Like, <laughs> 
they were showing um, some of his handwritten, Joker's handwritten questions, you know, when he's in, in uh, the hospital and they're starting interviewing him. Yeah. Because he can't talk. So he Where's had to write. my brother? So, yeah. He I know to, my rights. He wanted to know if his I brother. Know my rights. He wanted to know if his brother was okay. And I just hope the interrogator said, no, remember, you ran over him. And you killed him. Yeah, he was yeah, fine. He tore but his you arm killed off. Him. <laughs> you killed him from his armpit to his waist. But that's another crazy thing about how pumped up this dude was, the older brother, is after he got hit by the car, he was still alive. He was like ripped in half. And the yeah, cops were like, he, he was dead. still alive. No, I, I hate that fucking guy. I hate both those oh, fucking guys yeah, so much. Very the painful monsters. ending. Fucking assholes. The guy thinks he's going to be a gold gloves champion. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're going to be on the Olympic team boxing. My ass. There's and then a- he figures out that, oh my God, I can't be on the Olympic team because I'm not American. Duh. Yeah. What? Did you not think that ever before? Which, you never considered it like going to the tryout and go, oh my God, I'm not a citizen. It's crazy. Couldn't so he, I think I'll blow something up. Couldn't he fight for. Chechnya or wherever. Right. Yeah, wherever he was born. But he would have gotten his ass kicked there too. So, <laughs> so? who cares? But if it was all about the Olympics, I, this, I think that was just an excuse. The guy's guy an extremist. To be in a hospital bed, shot multiple times no, after sure, he's yeah. killed a police officer who had, I mean, complete strangers are dead because of this guy and his asshole brother. I know my rights. Oh, I hate these fucking people. And by the way, speaking of I know my rights, there is a police uh, vigilante who follows police around to make sure that they're policing properly. And he acts as if that people are just going to die in a police contact unless someone is watching the police. Yeah. So uh, Carl uh, had this on Who Are These Socials? And I was just blown away at what a terrible idea this is for many reasons, but let's just let's just see him in action. Maybe you'll disagree and think he's doing great work saving these people's lives who are in really basic contact with the police. Right, so this guy's name oh, is... Can you play the first one, the other one first? You want the other one first? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That's the second one. Yeah, this is the first one. Is that him? Yeah, his name is Delete Laws with a Z, and he's got a big YouTube channel. He's got 108,000 subscribers, and uh, he his sole income is just making a police officer's life a living hell. Okay. You guys are about to hear an education. This is my favorite thing to do. Okay. I'm going to educate this cop as to what the laws are. Oh, you're so you badass. So... <laughs> This, this cop, of course, he walked Pause away. Pause for a second. Pause it. He knows. Can some YouTuber go up to this guy with a video and then educate him on what he's doing with his job and how he's doing it wrong? No, that's, that's what I'm, my point was going to be about these people is that he just assumes that all cops are assholes. This is right on the heels of George Floyd and, and BLM. And so every cop is the same. They're all ignorant assholes who are out to kill people. This, this cop, of course, he walked away because he knows he's about to get his ass schooled. He's about to get schooled. And you guys know. Oh, you're so <laughs> smart. <laughs> no, a conversation, you can't answer any questions. You so easily ask people where they're going, what they're doing, how they're doing it. But I ask you questions and you can't answer any of them. No, answer my questions. You so easily question people when you pull them over. Where are you yeah, going? What are you doing? For something dumb are you on drugs? Have you been drinking? What's to talk about? That you signed up to hurt He's people. He's a cop, dumb fuck. 
listen, thousands and thousands of people see this, dude. I'm trying to give you an opportunity to Pause explain it. that you would. Do Does this guy not know how police officers work? I mean, he doesn't do it when he's a private citizen. He's not no, on the clock. No, he doesn't go around to asking people a million questions. He's well, on he's the job. On the he pulled yeah. someone over for some reason. They're speeding. Yeah. Now, we know there are cops who do stupid and bad things, and maybe they pull someone over because they think the girl is hot who's driving or something. But that's the exception. Most people are just doing their jobs, and you don't get to just be the police of the police because you say so. Do something else with your life if you have the skills. You do, what a, what actually. You have a lot of to do. You signed up to be an absolute tyrant. Look at what you're wearing. Look at you. Look at you. Look in the mirror, dude. Look at what you look like. Hey, he he was pretty even, cool. He doesn't even know this guy. Citizens look like me. Shorts and a t-shirt. Why are you dressed up like G.I. Joe? This is working. How many are you engaging daily? You're trespassed one from the building? From who? Chase didn't trespass so, me. That's not true. Go back in the building You're not telling me about trespassing. Do you understand? No, I don't understand. I want to hear from a Chase representative that I've been trespassing. Okay. Otherwise, it's not true and you're lying. <laughs> and you're a liar. And it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I would like to hear from the actual representative from Chase. Not oh security. my God, you're such no, a that's dick. that's allied security officer. That's allied. I'm not trespassing. Trespass from the building. No, I'm not. If you go back no, I'm not. Why don't you be a cop? You're so knowledgeable. Okay, well, then you'll be arrested. We'll see about that, won't we? Because I'll be back to get a coffee tomorrow. Then you'll be arrested. We'll see about that. We'll see about that. Now go on, coward. Take a hike. Come on, I can stay. Then stay here all day, coward. Coward. You're such a good name caller. To be an absolute tyrant. Look at look at your dress right now. Do you think right now that I in any way, shape, or form want to fight you? And look how you're dressed. You're dressed up like a total coward. You're what this guy doesn't get anyone to resist arrest. You're a total loser, dude. You don't have any other skills, or you would do something else with your life. If you had any other skill set, you would do that job, but you don't. This yeah, is but you're, you're, you're a YouTube influencer. That's really valuable. Not to mention, you have to do things to become a cop. You have to have skill sets. And you physically could never take me on. And so the way you do that is by using the color of law to dominate me. And you came up here just now and told me I'm trespassed by a security guard. This is a white guy, isn't it? Yeah. So you're lying. I know the law. I teach it. So you, my friend, if I were you, you're young enough now, you're 40, 45 maybe, quit this job and do something worthwhile. Wouldn't it be great if the so cops the said, yeah, then we'd have no police. Wouldn't you really want no police, buddy? Wouldn't it be great if the officer said, well, you know what they say, those they can't do, teach. <laughs> Why don't you uh, become a lawyer? Um, is this the one like, with it, the... It, you know, that's what's such bullshit about it. If, if this guy really felt this strongly about it then he would be some kind of lawyer to defend people that were wrongly he teaches it mark or he'd be a, a police officer no. and he would do the job correctly no he's just but an asshole who wants to get clicks on youtube and he is yeah i and saw sucks. I, I went criticizing the uniform that's his standard uh, uniform that's what the police yeah, he have didn't to choose wear it <laughs> every day he didn't just get up and go i think i'll go out and buy a cool uniform like you did Yes, true. Yeah, this isn't Steven Seagal movie where he chooses what he's wearing in every single, even though he's a cop. But the other, here, I got the other one rolled up. Now, I, I did go through some other videos of his where he just randomly drives around, and whenever he sees the Blue Lives Matter flag, he just rips it. And, like, he's got to make sure he films it, though. Well, why don't they charge him with uh, <laughs> destruction of property? I'm sure he knows some loophole law. Oh, well, that's bullshit. Uh, I wish they would. You can't steal uh, someone's this, shit. This is a girl who... Her friends walked out on the bill at the restaurant. Is that's what this is, right? Yeah, I think so. And so the police are called, and they have no one but the person that did not leave. Okay. But she can't pay the bill, so um, he's filming this so that the police don't murder her. 
as you'll okay. see. And then not only that, okay. the girl, in my opinion, does not want to be part of this because she's saying uh, he's calling her mom what? to tell her mom that, hey, her daughter's here, and I just want you to know she's safe, and I'm watching her. He probably scared the shit out of her mom. How does he the have strangers calling, yeah, your daughter's being arrested, and I'm protecting her. That sounds like a scam. How many uh, iPhone cards do I need to send? Right. And then, How um, does he have the mom's phone number? I, I think she must have. Given I think it she to gave him. it to him, but I think she regrets it because yeah. then she's like, "Tell my mom I'll just call her real quick." Like you're just. <laughs> by the way, you're also putting her on YouTube, getting arrested. That's probably not good for her. Yeah. But here's here's how he does it, and she doesn't get killed. So I guess he got his job done. Hi, um, you don't know me, but I'm with your daughter right now, and she needs some money. She's over here at uh, the Applebee's. Sounds like a scam. What was, name? <laughs> what was her name again, hon? Yeah, can you tell her I'm going to call her right now? Yeah, yeah. She's tell gonna... her my friends left me at a restaurant, and, and I can't pay for my whole bill. The, her friends left her at the restaurant, and they stuck her with the bill. So... I'm going to call her right now. Okay. She's going to no, call you right Get now. off the phone with her. Okay, bye. I'm just a friend filming. Just a friend making yeah, yeah, sure you're a friend. Hero. Why don't you give her the money? I film cops. That's what I do. You'll see your daughter on my channel called Delete. <laughs> he plugs his channel. Oh, yeah, she really wants to see her daughter getting arrested, you idiot. No, hell no. no. Once again, if you're such a great guy, why don't you just pay her bill? Right. That doesn't get clicks. No, if you really cared about her and what she's going through, you would just pay her bill. I think he just implied that they took the handcuffs off because he's there. Oh, bullshit. What an asshole. I'm going to let you go, okay? In fact, it's out with Hero. Okay. It's at the Applebee's. Applebee's over in North Las Vegas. Oh, sounds delicious. Yeah, North Las Vegas. Oh, yes, yeah, for the I'll guy's badge number, I think. Okay. She's calling you right now. I'll call you back. Bye. Yeah. No, I think that was the bill, how much she owes. Oh, okay. It was this vagrant. It was just like a homeless guy with a shopping cart that's just like, yeah, man, I'm on your side. I'm Joe. I think he wants some money. He's a regular. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he caused any problems. Cops seem pretty friendly to me. Who does that that homeless guy look like? Does, he looks the like cop a, looks like Artie Lang. He looks like Greg Olson, the football player. <laughs> now here he is filming himself filming. Yeah. Just shut up. You're not helping anyone. That homeless guy has an iPhone. <laughs> he does. I'm going to skip this homeless dude. Yeah, just go ahead. I, I take it back. I think it's a pixel. I'm pulled over. I got a copper right behind me. So I want to walk through this step by step. Oh, the first thing oh, the copper is going to do this is so going to come dumb. up and flaunt your license, your registration, and proof of insurance. Duh. I want you to have everything ready to go for the filthy copper. But the first thing I'm going to do when the, the filthy copper, copper me, all cops are evil. Very first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to turn my camera on and I'm going to start recording with my phone. I put the, the window down this much. License, registration, proof of insurance, all on one thing. I've given you everything I have to give you by law. I reach up here, I grab my trifold right there, and the very first thing I do 
it's when he says, where are you going? What are you doing? I have the right to remain silent. He may say something to you, like I smell marijuana, open your glove box. He wants to pat you down. You just go to the part on there. Let me guess, he sells these pamphlets. Yeah, he wants you to buy the pamphlets so you know what to do. It's all a grift, and it's a really shitty way to do it. Sounds to me like he's making it very difficult for everyone. He's wasting the police's time. He's wasting everyone's time. So he can make a buck. Delete laws. And by the way, that whole routine about, but you put your hand up. He says, you put your left hand up because for some reason... Shake it all around. And I'm thinking, like, I don't think you want your hands in the air when the cops are behind you. That seems like a really bad idea. Put your hands on the steering wheel. Delete laws. Uh, Was there a second video or is that the only one? Those were the two that Carl sent over. Um, Then we also got a video. This A listener sent this one in, and I love when you guys send links. Um, Some are better than others, I have to admit. But some of them are really good, and I don't know when I would have ever run into this it's Corey feldman at um i think it's taking in the 80s in the sand or sand in the 80s or something 80s in the sand at uh planet hollywood resort in cancun mexico so people have obviously decided to spend a few days or a weekend or a week uh at this place in cancun and they have some 80s theme going and they think they're going to see some maybe maybe some good bands from the 80s Instead, well, they, they get Corey. <laughs> I don't know how high your expectations could be because there's about a hundred people by the pool, um, away from the pool, in chairs by the pool. There's probably twenty people in the pool. There's not. There's not very many people there, but there is this table with equipment and speakers. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, comes Corey Feldman and his wife, which is like, oh God, I'd rather have no one playing than Corey Feldman. And Corey Feldman uh, transforms into Michael Jackson almost immediately and goes into this song. And he's basically singing karaoke because she's cranking some music bed. And Corey starts singing. And the the best part, well, go ahead. play. (laughs) Watch Corey as he warms up. I've never seen a Michael Jackson transformation warm up. (laughs) He starts doing little spins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to warm up. Yes. You don't want to hurt yourself spinning without stretching first, Drew. (laughs) If I went on vacation and I'm sitting poolside drinking and all of a sudden Corey Feldman comes out of nowhere, I'd be pumped. And let's see how many people. Yeah, for about five minutes. My husband, Corey Feldman. Yeah. She's got the angel outfit on. I mean, you can tell there's like, seriously, 100 people, maybe. Corey's in full leather. Looks like he'd be hot as fuck. Oh, yeah, he (laughs) smells. And he's checking out his dance floor. Getting some wires out of the way, because pretty soon he'll be doing some crazy Jackson moves. He's got us back to the audience for some drama. I, lo- I love that he's teaching the angel here, like, how to press play. Oh, there he goes. Oh. He's doing the dance woo! steps. There's no transformation there. There's he the was just ar- ready. He did the spin around to go, woo! <laughs> oh, my God. There's no one there. <laughs> there's no one there. He's dancing. He's dancing like his life depended on it. Maybe it does. <laughs> There's like 20 people in the pool looking at him going, what? I like the people that work at the, the uh, resort too are standing right there in the front taking pictures. <laughs> there are a few phones recording. And there's a long distance between the quote-unquote stage. It's yeah, not really a stage. It's a patio. Yeah. And then there's this this space between that and the pool. There's no one there. So eventually, Corey goes out there to boogie down to kind of Jackson out. 
And to Corey's credit, I mean, everyone has stopped what they're I, doing. He's and giving a hundred. He is giving a hundred percent. Putting on a show. I, 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 mean, I do love that he's playing songs that no one knows or has ever heard. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. His songs. Wait, you don't know this song, Mark? No. Let me explain to you what the song is. Well, let, no, Corey explains it. Let Corey explain. Go to the end of the song. Fast forward to the end of the song. Corey gives the longest. I mean, you think you go, hey, thanks for being here. I hope you guys are having fun and everything in the sun. It's a great resort and all that. Um, we're going to do some rocking out. But no, Corey thinks that all they care about is, oh, my God, Corey Feldman here. Tell me more about Corey Feldman. Yeah. So and he's it. going to tell them about this track and that it's on the box set and all this. I mean, more information than anyone. I would say if he's talking to his record label, they wouldn't <laughs> want this much inf- information. I swear to God. So it's Corey Feldman storytellers about stories that nobody cares about with Corey Feldman. With a captive audience who had no idea they were going to see Corey Feldman. <laughs> what a vacation! What a vacation! Why does he need a microphone? You can just talk to the people. Uh, so. <laughs> Did you notice that? Here we go. <laughs> he just yelled at her to turn down the music. What a vacation! What a Watch, vacation. he goes turn it down. Uh, so <laughs> that's a song. I don't know how many of you remember it. No, no, not at all. It's all the way back from 1989. When you were an actor, Could be not from a 2009, I wouldn't know the difference. Very first single. And it was for the Dream a Little Dream I, I didn't know you had singles, to be honest. So, that song came out in 1989 <laughs> as a vinyl single with Michael Damien, yeah, who did the song. I would have assumed it was just on CD, but... And it was the number one single in the world. Was that no, wasn't. I don't believe no, it wasn't. that. And the very first single that we put out on the soundtrack was this one. So, that's it. I've been performing it lately on my new tour. Yeah. Is this part of your tour? He seems gassed. Does he consider this a tour stop? Yes. For 100 people? Unsuspecting people? Because it never came out on CD back in the day. (laughs) So that song, along with many others that I created through the years for different soundtracks for different films. Like what movies? Yeah, I don't really remember any of this. Dream a Little Dream 2, Rock and Roll High School Forever, And? and many more. Oh. So. All of that is in the new box set. Yeah, I I don't want the new box set. Nobody does. What better place to do it than right here? He's trying so hard to sell this box set everywhere he goes. And we're all celebrating (laughs) that time and place. Yeah! Listen to this crock of shit about the next song. So we're going to carry on now. We're going to do another one. This is, these are outright lies. Oh, you know what? I think I'm going to do my brand new single. Just asked her, which one do we have queued up? So the box set has a new album with it, and that new album is called Love Left 2. Stop talking about the Army box set. <laughs> and we put out a couple singles where our brand new single is a song I wrote for my wife. Aww. And it's called Without You. And it's a really pretty love song. So I'll you guys can cuddle up and get romantic on this one. And, uh, and it's a ballad, but we have a new video out, and I'm very excited to say we just hit number 21. On the Billboard, no, I don't believe you. Then told. there's only 21 songs out in that category. <laughs> if it's number 21, <laughs> that's the only way it's number 21. Here you go, dear. Even though you're right here. Oh, God, that is so Hit touching. The box. By the way, does she have any idea what the fuck she's doing? He has to tell her like three times to do anything. No, she's clueless. It's kind of nice rack, though. Oh, 
really points at it when he's saying that. <laughs> sing this song I love that they've got such a great uh, sound system too it's really clean I'm going to fast I, forward to when he actually gets up up and pull, close and personal with the fans that are in the pool I think that's the hotel sound system I, <laughs> look at him out there he's, he's floating in that enormous cement area between yeah. the uh, the music I'm, and the I'm, people in the pool no running in that that's the area you're not allowed to run in because it's wet <laughs> he might slip well there might be glass too yeah, it's true yeah Oh, I love the girl taking a selfie of herself while she's in the pool with him in the background. Right. See her? There on the left. It's you know? a weird area to be dancing, too, to be yes. dancing so intensely. Oh, man. I want to see him slip. I'm sorry. Look at, he just did a spin in yeah. the middle of this song. Oh, yeah, it's a Michael easy Jackson spin. This is not a song that Michael Jackson would spin in. Right. I, or anyone. Shouldn't he be wearing, like, a swimsuit and no top? Look at that dude <laughs> yes. on top corner. I want to hang out with that guy. Oh, he just did another spin. Why? <laughs> I gotta say, the looks Everybody's on the people. Everybody's laughing at him. They're laughing at him. This is I so feel bad for him. I'm starting to feel bad for him. Thank you very much. He probably got 500 bucks to do this. In, in free, 21. Probably got a free room. And uh, if you like it and you love it, go request it on your local radio no. station. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because no, they'll, they'll never play it. So they can. No, it's not going to be number one, and they would, none of, there's no station that would play it. None. Uh, it would be my first. So far I've had one be top my first. 40, one top 20, and now this is my second, second top 40. What, what top 20 hopefully song is he Drew, he doesn't. He knows I'm no gonna, one's... I'm going to Google. No one, don't, don't you dare fact check Ascension him. Millennium. Corey Feldman's biggest hit. Come back, King. You guys want more? Yeah! yeah! You sure? No! What should we do? Okay, Tori Feldman's biggest hit record. <laughs> I, I can't do that one without a band. That's a band song. Oh, God. Or, or uh, my dumb wife not being able to cue it up. Wait, Corey Feldman achieves first top 20 hit? There you go, see? Oh, he just proved you wrong. Are You Free, a song appearing in Feldman's new documentary, My Truth, The Rape of Two Corys, recently cracked the top 20 on Billboard's adult contemporary chart. Feldman wrote the song, and, oh, it's a tribute to Corey Haim. That is so beautiful. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, as if... <laughs> as if he's like... I don't care what it does. It's about Corey. <laughs> no, he's just calling it. Hey, it's my only top twenty hit. He didn't even mention it was about Corey Haim. No. Yeah, I can't find any of his charting stuff. Details how Feldman and Haim's alleged sexual abuse by prominent figures in Hollywood, including Charlie Sheen. Oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah, he always know. says Charlie Sheen. You know. Wow. So that actually was a hit. I, I, Which song was I'm that? I'm still having a hard time believing that. Are you, you are free. The letter U, the letter R, F-R-E-E. Okay. okay, and then there's another one here. His latest single, Without You. That's the one he just played. Yeah, that's the one debuted at number 26 in the Billboard chart. Wait, are there only 26 songs out? How can that be number 26? Uh, that song sucked. You mean tell me radio's playing that? This is a press release. Following the success of his love retours, iconic artist musician Corey Feldman will be kicking off phase two of the tour, October 29th. Um, That's, does it list latest, this as a tour date? His latest okay, single, I'm, I'm Without up, You, just premiered at number 26 on the Billboard Top 40 Adult Contemporary Chart, making it his highest debut position to date. So he's not lying. It's his third Billboard Top 40 record. Here's You Are Free, which was his top 20. Who's playing these? The internet. 
Remember, Billboard does that now. You don't have to play it on radio. Oh, okay. So it could be well, people, let's just, look it up. people just laughing at it. Okay, are you free? Oh, you're right. You are free, and this is an ode to Corey Haim. Okay, so all the Corey Haim fans probably really made it pop. Or people that want to laugh at him. Who? You don't think NIC's playing this? <laughs> no, I know they're not. How many streams could this have? Oh, the parenthetical of the title is The Rape of Two Corys. Oh, God. It's got 31,000 streams. Man, I'm having a hard time believing this, Mark. Okay, it's on Corey's YouTube account, which has 1,980 followers. I mean, we have more followers than he does. I see he's got 50.2 thousand subscribers. But well, we not know on this page. Look, Corey Feldman. We know Billboard has had quite the problem two. once streaming started to properly track these. these well, streams. but we know this is not the way to solve the problem by making Corey Feldman have a hit. Well, Mike, is Corey <laughs> Corey played it on repeat over and over and over, or paid a farm in India? Oh, maybe he did. Listen to it over and over. Oh, he doesn't I have the money to that. do that. Well, it doesn't have that many streams though. Oh, well. Anyway. well it, no, it probably had a bunch that first week, so it charted. And then no one has listened to it since. I just want to thank whoever sent that video in because it was fascinating <laughs> to see Corey just drop in on that uh, resort. It's embarrassing. <laughs> I know. The lineup for the Sands Rocks this year is not so bad, man. Pen, Pat Benatar and Neil Geraldo. Does, what's the name of the place he is? The Sand Rocks. Okay, cool. Cancun. I gotta look up Setlist FM and see if they called that a concert. Do you think they called that a concert? Yes. <laughs> yes. He probably put it on Setlist FM. That's ridiculous. Corey Feldman concert setlist. Okay, let's see. He well, according to Setlist FM, he doesn't have a concert since December first, twenty twenty two at Buffalo Bullsh. Ironworks. Well, what, isn't that when that was? That was last fall, wasn't it? Yeah, this one specifically was Okay, what's it called again? Eighties in the Sand. And it was on October 28th, 2022. October 20th. It is not on here. He has an October 30th yeah, set a, list at the, the, pari- the parish at House of Blues Anaheim. Which oh, is wow. crazy because That's, there's no set list listed when you click on it. The parish is probably the little room. Yeah. <laughs> so that's probably the room for 200 people. And then they have the main room for a couple thousand. And like nobody put the set list up from there. <laughs> no. Yeah, people boy. call them in or, or they... They send them in to Setlist FM, but yeah. no one did. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. We played at the venue in uh, Denver, the Wild, the Wildy Theater, Headliners Louisville. When did we talk to him? Wasn't that this year? We played at Reverb in Reading. <laughs> you stop it. <laughs> Should we call the Reverb in Reading and see if they're going to have him back? Oh, the Token Lounge, August 28th. And there's no set list for that either. Well, he did play that set. We know he did. We oh, talked to him in August. He, people went as a That's joke. It. Remember how many people bought tickets as a joke and sent us pictures? They loved it. It was no joke. <laughs> Brandon, can you look up Reverb in Reading, Pennsylvania? I'm going to see if they have a gig tonight. Let's see. He also played Pierre's Entertainment Center in Fort Wayne, Indiana. <laughs> what? It's <laughs> just so what? dumb. All these people are going as a joke. Like our audience that showed up and said, Reverb is closed. They had like six. Oh, it's closed? Really? (laughs) They had like six people in a picture at the Corey Feldman concert. They all bought tickets. Reverb is open on uh, Friday and Saturdays. Do you want me to try it and see if anybody picks it up? No, not if they're closed. You mean they're closed for the forever? No, they only have two days that they're open. 
and it's 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. on the weekends. Okay. Well, that doesn't sound like a very busy place if it's only open two days. <laughs> hmm. Well, um, I should uh, mention getting a great plug in the Toronto Sun. That's right. Because I took a picture of Getty Lee on TV at the <laughs> Tigers-Blue Jays game. Okay. And... I was mostly I was psyched because I was listening to Matt Shepard go on and on about Rush. Matt's a huge Rush fan. He is. Yeah, I know. It shocked me. Really? I was beyond shocked. Why? Okay. Why are you shocked that he likes Rush? Because I was with him at the Stones concert. He didn't have any tickets, and so yeah. Gibby had said, "Hey, Matt needs some tickets." So I actually ended up hooking up with Matt and his wife, and we stood next to each other. We stood because I never sat down at that show. But uh, Matt was not a gigantic Stones fan. He was a fan, but uh, I was, I think I might have filled his air with a lot, his ears with a lot of bloops oh, okay. about the Stones during the show. Well, that's okay. I mean, but he, but he likes rock music. Yeah, so he likes rock, not, but that, I, that's not, not that much of a stretch. I don't know. I didn't peg him as a Rush fan. He was really, he was rattling okay, off all their albums. Is he a Rush fan or is he a Rush fan? Like, is he <laughs> yeah, hardcore? I think he's a serious Rush fan. Okay, seriously. and that's a little bit surprising. So anyway, he, he spotted Getty Lee at the game, or somebody did, and they put him on the screen. Hey, there's Getty. He's keeping score, too. He had a pencil in his oh, hand cool. and a scorecard. Yeah. So uh, I tweeted it out, thinking, well, a few Rush fans will probably, you know, get a boner. And I mean a boner because there's no chicks that like Rush. <laughs> Except for Trudy. <laughs> Seriously. Now, that's got to be a sausage fest, right? A Rush show? Yes. Uh-huh. wonder what... Hey, can you Google biggest sausage fests in yeah. rock and roll? Yeah. Or most male audiences. <laughs> People used to always say the Who were a sausage fest. Probably going to get like uh, all the heavy death metal and stuff like that. Uh, wait, I'm going to do it exactly like you said. Biggest sausage fest, fest. in rock music. Rock and rock. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest sausage fest. Okay, I think there's oh, another I mean, that term just, for that, that. Messes it up though. What what band attracts the most um, the most fervently male audience or the most uh, the highest percentage of males? Uh, well, this is kind of a funny headline here: Rock Legends attack Sausage Fest after being kicked off festival, actual Sausage Festival. Wow, does that celebrate the penis? <laughs> Billy Idol, I guess, was one. I don't know. Well, oh, that's a tough question. I'll look. Let me see. Yeah, I'm not sure how to word that exactly, but um, anyway, uh, yeah. So they, so they had. There's a picture of someone that people thought was Getty Lee at the at the game, <laughs> and he doesn't look anything like Getty Lee. Nothing no. like Getty Lee. He's super buff. <laughs> I mean, He's it's huge. honestly ridiculous. His arms are massive. And so they show that picture, and then later on in the story they go, well, uh, Drew of the Drew and Mike show tweeted out, or the Drew and Mike show tweeted out a picture of Getty, and it's clearly Getty. I've got a real close-up on the screen, too. Yeah. And so they're kind of, are they implying that my picture proves that the other picture might be Getty? So I think what the situation is, is these are two separate games. And the first game legit had Getty. And the second game had this weird looking dude who kind of has some features like the long hair and the weird glasses. But he doesn't look anything like Getty. He's just buff. So that in the story. has a mustache too. Getty doesn't have a mustache in my picture, which is Getty Lee because Matt Shepard said it was Getty Lee. So Maybe he Toronto grew it because he's clearly on something. In the Toronto Sun it says, uh. He was caught on camera by the podcast, The Jordan Mike Show, and based on where he was sitting on Tuesday night's game, it appears he and Hulk Getty, who they're calling this imposter, 
we're sitting in the same general area. Holy Lee looks yeah, cool in denim, but there's no way that jean jacket is containing the singer's arms. And then there's your tweet. <laughs> Getty Lee of Rush at the Jays Tigers game. <laughs> Getty looks pretty cool in my picture. I think so. He's got some nice sunglasses, got his Blue Jays hat on. Social media, do your thing and let us know who the mystery man with the muscles is. Oh, okay. I, I didn't realize that's what they were trying to do. <laughs> God, it's hard to find the answers. Zeppelin, Zeppelin keeps popping up as like a most yeah, Zeppelin's male a, audience. That's a very sausage festy kind of show. I can see a band like Pantera where it's just all dudes. This one, maybe Slipknot. This one has Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, Iron Maiden, Pink Makes Floyd. Sense. Yeah, I think so. I think Floyd is more of a, a male thing. I know there's chicks that love Pink Floyd, but I think that's a little more sausagey than most. This one says, why do you think prog rock has disproportionately male audiences? <laughs> I would agree with that. Yeah. Because I think the guys really appreciate the progressive nature of the instrumentation. Yeah. They nerd out yeah. on bands like... Uh... Have, you been, have you been watching any of Coachella? Because, you know, it streams live on YouTube. Did you know that? I'm King Crimson. That's who I'm thinking of. Wait, I'm sorry. Coachella has been streaming. Yeah, it's no, been streaming. No, I didn't know that. And this just popped in my head, um, mainly from watching Corey Feldman and all the. Um, oh, is Corey Feldman at Coachella? I'm surprised he's not. He's got the number 21 hit in America. Honestly, Drew, they have like 50 stages at Coachella. <laughs> There's wow. like tons of bands are constantly playing. But I was watching the Breeders because I've always liked the Breeders. You know, Kim oh, the Breeders from, are playing. They yeah, they played. Uh, I guess Saturday night and. It was really funny to me. I didn't me because realize they were out there. Honestly, every before every song, and even when they came out, it's like, uh, can you turn the bass up a little? And then it was like, uh, any more reap? They're like, basically really? communicating. Wait, Kim Deal? Yes. No way. It's like, and then, and then of course, I, she wants the bass louder. And then I jumped forward to, well, she wasn't playing the bass though. She, I guess she plays uh, rhythm now, and her sister plays what? lead. And, some dude in the band plays bass. Oh, so I, oh I, that guy must be graded harshly. <laughs> I jump forward to Cannonball, you know, where it's got the good song. And so when that guy came out, it sounded like, and I'm like, oh, wow, they really did not turn up the bass like she asked. Oh, man, did she stop and get pissed? No, because by then, but it was like every song they had to <laughs> ask the soundboard or somebody. And then it got to the point where they're playing and the drummer's singing, you know, backup. Yeah. And there's like three people behind them who clearly are roadies, yeah. and they're asking him questions while he's playing and singing. Like, <laughs> what did you need turned up? It was really, really he's weird. It was answering a Answering questions into the microphone. It was a total mess, but I still enjoyed hearing the songs <laughs> and hearing them play. I don't know why. Wait, how could Coachella fuck up the breeders well, so bad? Not only that, and Brandon, maybe you can find the story. I guess the I last- I have to believe the breeders have toured enough to be more professional than that. I think they're on like the eighth stage, so they maybe got the eighth. Uh... That's that's brutal, Coachella. That's pretty funny well, I, though. I wish I'd seen that. I'll, you know what? I'll queue it up for you if it's still available because they they already wiped the day one performances off. I definitely want to see the drummer uh, answering questions while he's singing and drumming. <laughs> that was pretty ridiculous. But, Is your snare loud enough? But Brandon, see if you can find because there's a. How's your tom tom? There's a story about. I guess they had real bad problems on the main stage on Friday night. Really? I don't know if it's Blink One Eighty Two that closed it out. Um, I which would I watched never. Some of the, it was weird seeing Blink One Eighty Two. Which, you know, um, what's his face? Mr. Kardashian, who drums. Oh, Travis Barker. Travis Barker, you know, he just had a medical issue. And didn't one of them have cancer? 
Yeah, Mark yeah. Hoppus. Yeah. Yes. So it seemed, you know, for Blink One Eighty Two, it seemed really kind of reserved. Which people was, were really debating whether Travis was really okay to play that show. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. He he seemed good. Travis, I'm so bummed about Travis being sucked into Kardashian world. I, it just seems like guys are never the same after that. And that um, that uh, Look documentary. What they did to Kanye. That documentary just dropped on Hulu. <laughs> Poor Kanye. Look at those Kardashians. Look what they did, did to they Chris have. Humphrey. Chris Humphrey was never heard from again. Chris <laughs> what did happen to He's Chris homeless Humphrey? now. He's living in the streets. <laughs> with Ray J? <laughs> with, no, with uh, with the basketball player for the Lakers. Yeah. That guy. He Delonzo. lives with Chris Humphrey on the streets. Lamar Odom. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great? That'd be a great reality show. All the former men have to live in a house Big Brother style for a while and just <laughs> well, talk two, about what Those two are sharing a Pinto right now. So. <laughs> That's a start. With, with Rob. <laughs> Kanye could move in there any day now. Yeah, they've already wiped the old... Um, oh, man. So now they're just live. From I love eight. technical difficulties. Uh, yeah, God, it was really funny, though, watching. I felt... I so, love technical difficulties, man. so bad for them. <laughs> That's pretty funny, though. Yeah. But it's kind of... I mean, it's honestly, they one, two, three, four, five, six different stages going live that you can watch. Now, I looked at the lineup. I don't know anybody who's playing anymore because I'm just old. Man... That is totally nuts. Yeah. I've, I can't. I'm trying to think if I've been to a show where there were really serious technical difficulties. I do remember going once to see ACDC mm-hmm. and sitting in, I kid you not, the fourth row. And the first thing that happened was I was a little bit late. I was at the palace. And um, I think I was just like yapping with somebody and enjoying a beer and all of a sudden, I heard like the big roar of the crowd, and it's yeah. like, "Oh fuck!" And so, I wasn't in my seat when I should have been in their defense, but in my defense. So I walked <laughs> down. You know, the flashlights are, "Oh yeah,", yeah, yeah and everybody's you know waving me down, which is like, "Oh, where's that guy sitting?" And so I get to the fourth row, and I realize that, "Fuck, my seats are in the middle of the fucking oh, row." Hey. And, excuse me, excuse me. And it looks. Awfully crowded in the middle of my row. <laughs> so I get to the middle of my row and I'm like, um, who has C21? <laughs> and in the, somebody said, like, well, I'm in, I'm in C19. And so I'm like, um, I'm like, dude, you're sitting in my seat. And he says, let me see your ticket. <laughs> and I'm like, you fucking dick. And honestly, this was going on for long enough that people in the area were getting pissed. Because, like, why is this guy standing, yeah. you know, and what's going on? The usher came down the row and immediately he's like, well, let me see your ticket to the guy who wanted to see my ticket. Mm-hmm. And the guy goes, oh, my tickets are way up there. Oh, what a he immediately, dick. like, tells <laughs> So he was willing to lie to me, but not to the usher. Ugh. And so he and like four other people got up and left. Oh my God. What an <laughs> asshole. I know. What a dick. I mean, you should have been on time, but what an asshole. I know. <laughs> I know. I should have been on time. I admit. But I was, exp- I don't know why I was expecting, but I was thinking, well, I'll just see where the gap is in the row. And that's where I sit. Sure. And it's like, yeah, right. <laughs> so what, here, here, I found the breeders and listen, listen to just how they start their show, their performance here. Okay. The crowd's cheering politely. It's very nice. Ladies and gentlemen, the breeders. Turn my headphones up. <laughs> we're the breeders. We're going to do some songs for you this evening. Yeah! Okay. What'd she say? We're the breeders. We're going to do some songs for you oh, today. Oh, thanks. Thanks for saying it so loud. Is it a secret? Okay. Where are the songs? Uh, um, she's putting her guitar on. 
Somebody's running off the stage with another guitar. Are your little pedals in order? Yes, they are. Check. <laughs> well, the Jim, check. Can you hear me? The check's encouraging. The drummer. Hutch, can you hear me? Well, who's Is Hutch? Adele Aloha and A or A sharp. What? <laughs> your first song? Does anybody know? Yes. Wait, she's asking what key it's in? Yes. Maybe you should go back and play the bass, Kim. I mean, this is the first song and they take forever to get into it. Isn't that weird? Yes. I would think they would blast into it. Yes. And then after the song say, hey, we're the breeders. No, aloha. Shake a leg, woman. All right, let me see if I can find where the drummer is being asked a million <laughs> questions while playing. It's kind of hard. I still want to know who Hutch is. <laughs> Dude, this song. Wait, who's that Asian guy just dancing? Or is that oh, that's, that's another. They had a long story before. They, it's another uh, all-chick band that they decided to have come on and sing back up. It was really annoying. I don't think they're adding much. Because this is a great song, and they don't totally messed it up. They're just jumping around a lot. It's one of those things where you, I haven't seen them in so long that it's, they um, they sounded interesting because I haven't heard them in a long time, but it was a pretty lousy set. The drummer, by the way, is just wailing. I mean, he's really not available for a lot of feedback at no. this point. I can't tell, by the way, if that bassist is a man or a woman or... <laughs> Transitioning. I, I don't was know. Wondering the same thing. I don't know. Man, he looks so intense. Yes. I can't believe anyone would even ask him a question. He <laughs> looks man, jammed at least. Man, yeah, I mean, seven o'clock on one of the other stages. That's not so bad. Wait, wait. Are they adjusting their <laughs> instruments there again? <laughs> looks like it. The drummer is so wired. I, I know. He won't believe he's going to be talking to anybody. I mean, doesn't it look like um, like a mother's group just decided to get together and form a band? Kind of. And the drummer's the only dude in the band. I don't know. I, I really was interested in watching them in between songs after a while because they would take forever. Really? Yeah. Well, let's go to the end of the song. I know. I'm trying to see. Just back it up. Or is this the well, end? It's, is this the end of the beginning? It's, this is an 11 hour video, so it's kind of hard to scrub through. Oh. I mean, they could ask the drummer. Going down. There you go, Drew. Left up town. Wait, they're doing happiness is a warm gun? Mm-hmm. Sounds weird to hear chick singing it. The crowd is just not into it. They don't even know the song. <laughs> you see that? I think they play this a lot, though, don't they? I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've heard this. Because I remember thinking that was an odd cover choice. <laughs> well, I'll let you know if I can find the it. The drummer is positively wailing. 
Slap at that bass, man. I slap at that bass. Oh, here we are between songs. Just a little tune in. That's not the beginning of the song? It might be, but Kim wasn't ready. Oh, no, she was not ready. It's almost just in the pure pixie style to do it that way. Right? I guess. I don't know. I didn't see the pixies dicking around like that. I mean, there she's playing with levels and stuff. Did you hear drum stuff? I turned out my Marshall Hutch. Hutch. There's Hutch Hutch again fucking things up. I had to do it. Wasn't my decision. Salt the Michigan softball player uh, coach's new gig. Carol Hutchinson. If I saw you now, could I look in your? All right, uh, it could have been worse. Yeah. Hey, uh, is it worth trying Danny Meng? We could. He hasn't been answering, but we do have his number. And Danny Meng is the hero of the entire Boston Marathon yeah, story. He's, he's the dude that was uh, his car was stolen, carjacked by the two Boston Marathon bombers. And when they when he convinced them, or I guess they it was awesome semi convinced that they had to get a full tank of gas to drive to New York. Uh, they got out of the car, or the one got out of the car, and he Joker. was in the passenger yeah. seat, and he just decided he was going to book. He said, and he ran it. across the street. He ran a four two forty across the street. He was the fastest man I've ever seen. Yeah. He was like Ronaldo Nehemiah. And then he literally <laughs> crawled behind the counter to hide. He was so scared. I don't blame him. Well, I mean, Brandon, well, Brandon. I love the 911 call because the guy is like, hey, there's some guy. He won't get out of my store. <laughs> he just kept going deeper into the store and just hiding. Well, think about it. They Two guys him, speaking English that it's clearly not their first language. But they had told him they were the Boston yeah. Marathon bombers. And we just killed a cop in Cambridge, which is, you fuckers. That 911 operator so was, was great. And he was almost as good as the other 911 operators when the massive shootout's happening in Watertown and everyone's calling 911 and the operator's just going, Oh, uh, yeah, we know. Hey, we're on it. <laughs> I know. All right, thanks for calling. We're on it. All right, we know. I felt like they were taking caller 101 like and they were on they caller were 40. Flying. They were just flying through it. Come on, Mengers. <laughs> of course, Mengers. One of the first uh, English that Mengs learns are swear words. Hello? Danny. Oh, shit. I thought I heard something. Too. That's weird. Letters. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Are you okay, Danny? (laughs) This is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Mangers! Danny! Danny Mang! Danny. Hero. The, the Drew and Mike show calling. We called once before. We're dying to talk to you. We saw you in the Netflix documentary about the Boston Marathon bombing, and your part was just so intense, and I thought it was just incredible. Incredible that you're even here to return our call, which I so hope you'll do. Please call us back at the 248 number, Danny Mang. Hope you're doing well. See ya. I love how uh, Mengs was talking about, you know, coming from China and, and the American dream. And boy, he become Americanized real quick by really being into his first car. Oh, that <laughs> material he loved that Mercedes so much. Uh, I wanted to play another clip. It's, it's American Manhunt, the Boston Marathon bombings from Netflix. But they had one of uh, or two of the best men on the street in Watertown describing the shootout. Yeah. Listen to these dudes here. 
Like we heard the boom, boom, shotgun sound type of thing. Then bop, bop, boom, boom, bop, 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 boom, 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 bop, bop, boom, boom, back and forth. It was crazy. Boom, Great boom. description. Was, we didn't know what it was, and then all of a sudden you just see a hundred cruisers. We were still going toward it. I just love that guy that's just like boom, 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 bop, bam, bop, bam, bop, boom, boom, boom. He doesn't say I anything. Think he had too many booms or baps. He's I'm not doing, sure which. He's just doing sound effects. Boom, blam! It's like the guy from. Uh, it's funny how often from Police Academy. Yeah. Boom, boom! Shotgun sound type of thing. Then bop, bop, boom, boom, bop, 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 boom, boom, bop, boom, boom. Yeah, he's about to beatbox. Really, he's about to just take off into some tune. <laughs> he seemed all too happy to to be on TV. He looked a little too psyched for that. Yeah. Um. I uh, mentioned earlier the uh, the road rage accident, and there were a couple other things that were at least worth mentioning over the weekend. One was uh, the new 2020 just had the weirdest story. It's so weird that I'm convinced it kept this guy from being convicted of murder much, much sooner because the story starts, uh, it's in April of 2010, this woman calls 911 and she says, there's a stranger trying to break into our house. And two minutes later, and it's 630 in the morning. I mean, that's a really weird time. Mm -hmm. Two minutes later, a male calls from the same number and says, my wife's been shot by an intruder. And, and then I think you hear another gunshot and I've been shot. Uh, the first thing that is a murder consultant. Oh, is Mang's calling back? Hello. No way. Very exciting. Thanks. I mean, you can't tell by... He was, he was psyched by my voicemail. You can't tell by his voice there, Brandon, if it's him. Yeah, fired up by my voicemail. Wait, wait, wait. Just put him on the air. <laughs> yeah. Just bring him up. Mangs! Someone else um, once texted me... Wait. Um, Mangs! Thinking it was Danny, so I'm thinking maybe this used to be his number. Oh, this oh. isn't Danny's number oh, you're, wait, you're, oh, the no. you're the woman that has Danny Mang's new number, or old number? You have a hero's phone number. Oh, really? Yeah, do you know who I Manger's... I have no idea. Yeah, Danny Meng. Have you seen the Netflix documentary in the Boston Marathon? I have not, okay. no. Okay, you got to see it. Because this guy, Danny Meng, whose phone number you now have, is incredible. He's a guy who is carjacked by the two Boston Marathon bombers, and they immediately tell him that they not only bombed the Boston Marathon, but they just killed a cop in Cambridge, Massachusetts. And so they stop for gas, and when they stop for gas, he just like puts off, takes off his seatbelt and bolts and just takes off across the street, it's running incredible. at an amazing speed, and went into this uh, this convenience store and hid in the back while the guy called nine one one. That's the guy whose phone number you have. How cool is that? Oh, <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, sorry. I actually um, you I don't sound that psyched. You. I tried texting this number to say, you know, you have the wrong number, but it said invalid. Oh, text. landline. Oh, so, yeah, it's a landline. Oh. Yeah, no, that's cool. And what's your name, ma'am? I'm Shannon. Shannon, okay. This is Drew from, Shannon. The, from the Drew and Mike show. So you heard how psyched I was on the voicemail. Uh -huh. yeah, I'm, yeah, I just wanted to let you know, I'm not sure what his new number is. But okay. But if you were Danny Meng, if you were Danny Meng, you would have called him. back for sure. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You would. Yeah. Just say it. Do you, you live would. in the Boston area? I used to. Oh. Um, I'm back in Michigan now, though. Oh. Hey. Oh. Where, where in Michigan are you? We're in Michigan. I live in uh, Charlevoix. 
Oh yeah, oh, okay. beautiful. Yeah, nice. beautiful. Yeah. yeah, ask somebody around there about the Drew and Mike show, and they'll they'll uh, yeah. they'll regale you with great stories. Yeah, that's who we are. I listen to WTCM AM when I'm up in Charlevoix. Ron Jolly is one of the best guys to listen to. Are you guys live right now? Yes, we that's are. Crazy. <laughs> Have you ever heard the expression um, "half the pay, view of the bay"? View of the bay, half the pay. <laughs> Have you heard that? <laughs> no. That's I what, have not. That's no. what Brandon worked for. Half the pay, but view of the, he had a view of the bay. So that's why they paid him so cheaply. <laughs> but don't pass that around. We don't, want Ron, we don't want Ron Jolly to get a bad name. But anyway, well, you've been a great help, Shannon. I'm sorry <laughs> that uh, that you have to deal with all these people with Danny Meng's phone number. Oh, that's fine. Are you getting a lot of calls for Thanks Danny Meng? Or just us? Uh, you know, I've received a few others, really? but not too many. Yeah, he's he's really, he's a cool guy. I mean, I'd be very proud to have his phone number if I were you. <laughs> well, have a great time, well, Shannon. Well, have a good night. Thanks right, so bye. much. Bye. Bye. bye, Shannon. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye, yeah, that's bye. Shannon. <laughs> Shannon from Charlevoix. She actually has Danny Meng's old phone number. <laughs> she sounds hot. <laughs> you have been a great help. <laughs> she was very helpful. You have been a great help. Okay. What help did she provide? Well, she she told she us back. to stop bothering her yeah. at her phone. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so that's the only Danny Meng number. Yeah, he's off the grid now. Unfortunately, Meng, come on, Meng, come on, Meng. <laughs> Soak in the joy. Soak in the celebration, Danny hey, Meng. By the way, do you think Danny Meng got the reward money for the apprehension of those guys? I want to know if he got his huh. fucking debit card money back. He was in a pretty nice place when he was being filmed. What about his Mercedes? Fuckface Joe Car went in, got money off his off his debit card. That's right, but it, there's probably a limit. He probably could only get like four hundred. I know. I just want him to get his money back. If not, I'll start to go fund me. I think the most. <laughs> What would be more upsetting to Mangers, do you think? Um, just that situation that he was in or then watching the video of his car getting shot up? <laughs> oh, I thought of that, too, because by the time that everything was said and done, his car was riddled with hundreds oh, of bullets. And it that ran was... over Tamerlan. That's, <laughs> That's the right. best part about it. Someone. Yeah, his car killed someone, riddled with bullets. I think that affected him more than actually being carjacked. Oh, my God. And being the thought of him having to die. He's like, well, his poor car. He, said his car. he said his car was his baby. Baby, yeah. <laughs> I love the way he put it, though, that I knew this was the most important decision decision of my life oh yeah and it was he'd be fucking dead they would have killed him in a second he got so lucky too and he was very observant when tamerlan put the gun in the it, side in the side yeah he knew that that was his choice i know so he unbuckled people's and... senses do go on hyper alert in times like that i'm amazed the things people remember he when they fuck. they they think that they probably will never get to tell anyone but then, then when they yeah. do they remember a lot of shit but anyway that's why those traumatizing things you, re you remember every single thing unlike yep. i don't say it what um what i was uh <laughs> thank you brandon <laughs> i was talking about the the 2020 where this uh this call comes in and this woman calls somebody's breaking in her husband calls, my wife's been shot, and, okay, being a murder consultant, I would have told him that burglars don't shoot people. No, they typically don't they want don't. to. They don't. When you catch a burglar, they usually try to run out the door mm -hmm. and get away. But uh, Nick Ferkus uh, was alleging that he had been shot by this burglar, and according to him, because his wife was dead... And he was shot? Yeah, he had a contact. He was really <laughs> just glanced just say, on yeah. the leg. Where was he shot? In his calf? On, the, on his calf. Was or it on really? His, on his thigh, actually. On his thigh, okay. Yeah. 
And it was just a glancing blow. It didn't look bad. They sprayed some yellow shit around it and like, eh, go <laughs> like a soccer Flesh player, wound, like yeah, a soccer much. player when they spray the thing probably. <laughs> so he he's naturally, uh, you know, wife's taken to the hospital. He's taken to the cops. What the fuck happened? We have a killer in our midst. And so he's talking to the cops and he says that he heard someone trying to break in. So they called the police and then he got his rifle out of the closet and went downstairs with his wife. She is in front of him, which is weird. Like, wait, why aren't you walking in front of her? You've got the fucking rifle, dumb fuck. And with that, the burglar busts in and immediately starts fighting Nick over his rifle. What? And Nick is is fighting with the guy. They both got both hands on the rifle, and the rifle goes off and shoots his wife in the back. So she was just hanging around while they yeah she was watching. Just, she, she just, just wanted like, to watch the fight. I'm like gonna those... turn my back to you so I don't get hit in the face because I really care about my parents. <laughs> She's like one of those White Sox fans. She got on her phone to film the fight. I don't no. believe that for a second. It she sounds would've, she would have run away. It sounds ridiculous. Well, she was so well, maybe, she, about maybe Nick. she was. Maybe that's why she got shot in the back. She was running away. Yeah, she was running away. And and then uh, and then somehow the struggle continued. Nick uh, Nick is so devastated over swiping shot in the back that he allows the guy to get control and sh- barely shoot him in the leg, which is crazy. And then the guy just goes, "Oh my God, I'm out of here! I've yeah. shot both of you. I'm out of here." Yeah, because he, he didn't he didn't do that immediately when he walked in the door and saw the rifle. <laughs> no, not at all. No, okay. he decided to fight for the rifle so and ridiculous. shoot a guy's wife with his rifle. This is so ridiculous. So he goes to the police. They interview him. He explains the whole stupid story, which makes no sense. And then at the end, the guy says, uh, you know, we've got to ask you this. We're investigating, you know, are you stepping out on your wife at all? No, no, no. We had very, okay, okay, I'm going to guess that the really, answer should have been a yes. He should have been honest. No, no. Oh, he, he really wasn't? He really wasn't, and they really were rock solid. And then he says, uh, well, there was Wait, one thing, though. There's just one thing. Okay. We were going to be evicted tomorrow. Oh. I'm like, what? What? You're going to be evicted tomorrow? Why? Yeah. Why? Um, and uh, everyone, I mean... This is uh, everyone was aware of this. Well, yeah, just my wife and I was kind of our secret. I, we were very ashamed that this was going to happen, and so we didn't talk about it. We just were dealing with it. What are the odds to be robbed the day before you're going to be evicted from the house? I have well, a feeling his wife didn't know about why, it. It's all pretty weird. Why did she? Okay, I'm stuck on something because why did she call 911? You said she called 911 first. He said, "Someone is oh, so we can someone her. is rattling our door trying to break I in." Call nine one one. Okay, yeah. So she's and not then like he she in, heard. Something. Oh my God, she's been shot! I got gotcha. you. Okay, yeah. In fact, um, the nine one one call wasn't that really spectacular. Okay. It did become important later on for some for some reason. But anyway, um, so they they all think this is uh, her family. In particular is like, wait, Sounds- she getting evicted, and she didn't tell us anything about it. Unlikely. But mostly, you know, they're completely crushed and devastated. Their daughter's dead. His parents are devastated. He's lost his wife, their daughter-in-law. It's all, you know, so incredibly unthinkable. He's very involved in the church. He's really a big deal at the church. Everyone rallies around him. He's as also best they somewhat can. of a hero because he did fight the guy. Well, his wife got shot. Well, I mean, he, he just got he shot. Tried. In the he tried. I wouldn't call him a hero. I'd call him <laughs> an ass for not shooting the guy before he took his gun away from him. So, anyway, yeah, he. Everyone feels sorry for him. He's the victim. Poor Nick, and everyone's trying to rehabilitate Nick. And uh, let's see. Uh, 
he then, not too long after this, maybe four or five months, he meets this girl. They're getting close. His parents are telling him, you know, you really uh, shouldn't talk about your new girlfriend. You probably shouldn't be out places and stuff. And he and, said, we all grieve differently. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I left one thing out, and that is that after he talked to the police for a good hour, and by the way, he was he couldn't have seemed more calm. He didn't oh, really seem very disturbed flag. by the whole thing until his parent, when mommy entered the room, then all of a sudden, <laughs> and he hugs mom, you know, and he hugs dad, and that's when the big rally around starts. But when the police are talking to him, he doesn't seem devastated. They do say, though, at one point, uh, by the way, to tell you this, I hate a lot of things about my job. This is one of them. Your wife's, she's, she's passed. Your wife's dead. And he's like, yeah, I figured that. Oh, That's all God. he said. I figured that. He didn't start crying till mommy came in the room. Oh, That's cool. when he started crying. So he meets the new babe. The new babe, by the way, if you want to put 2020 on, I think yeah, it's queued up here. The new babe is hot. Really? The new babe is, I don't want to say she's an upgrade, but she's an upgrade. She's, did, she's very pretty. <laughs> His first he? wife was pretty, too. The poor uh, Heidi, Heidi uh, Fergus, is it? Wait, Fergus? Fergus. Fergus. Is her name Heidi? Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's, very, she's very pretty and seems like a really nice girl. And this new girl, though, she's a knockout. I'm like, what are you doing with that asshole? Essentially. She ought to be coming up any second now. Oh, back it up. two different men. I must have fast-forwarded past it. But you'll, as soon as you see this hot chick, you'll know she's the hot chick. Yeah, it is back a little bit. I'm telling you, this... And considering this guy was being foreclosed on too, yeah. what is he doing with this hot chick? Well, okay. she's really hot. Did they ever find out like when he met this woman? He met her shortly after his wife was okay. was killed so he didn't know by the before. burglar. He didn't. He didn't know her before then. <laughs> no, I don't think he did. Okay. Oh, we just went by her. I'm telling you, she's really. Uh, no one can say she is not pretty. You just there she is. Her? She's pretty. Never. Yeah. Never in a million years thought that that would happen. Looks like she's got a nice body on her, the too. Some the complexion is she's Yeah, he's got a little grease. He's the yeah, big smile, too. Big mouth. I mean, she capacity at least five. That's <laughs> pretty amazing. She's a very brave woman. How much danger was she okay, potentially pause. in? Okay, pause. Deborah Roberts' uh, blouse is driving me nuts. So it's a little too it's loud. It's a little busy, isn't it? <laughs> but then again, everything that family wears is busy, because that's Mrs. L. Roker. So his uh, his new babe, she's like, oh, well, yeah, I know he's such a victim. I want to help put him back together again. And he wants to start a family. They never got to start a family. But she was so, uh, she felt so bad about Heidi before they married. She wanted to go to the grave site to talk to Heidi. And so okay. they did. And when they went to the grave site, by the way, he was really like, like yeah, whatever. Weird. He didn't even speak. He Are you done yet? He say a fucking thing. Let's get out of here. Come it's on. It's taking so long. I'm hungry. Um, and, we got and, a reservation in a half hour. Let's go. And I left out the other reason his parents and him are like, I really don't want to talk about this to people. It's their fucking business. Because after this interview, when he was so cold and then starts bawling when mommy walks yeah. in, um, the police call. He says, you know, uh, some stuff we should talk about. Maybe take a lie detector, oh. you know, just to clear, you know, all that. And and his dad's like, oh, wait a second, wait a second. Uh, hold on. We'll get back to you. And so his dad, allegedly, his dad said, I've got to get him a lawyer. Got him a lawyer. And the lawyer's like, no, you're not going to talk to them. And no way. You're just going to be a suspect. And it's, you're going to get railroaded. And no, no, he's lawyered up. Hmm. He's done talking. Hmm. 
So people are like, well, that's weird. What's he getting a lawyer for? I mean, his wife was killed by this terrible burglar. Well, what about the intruder? Did they ever look for this intruder? Yeah, they're looking for the intruder. Waste their time on that? Um, Well, what happens is because, you know, he's not going to talk to the cops. The cops are going to screw him over. He he and his lawyer get an artist, and they have an artist conception of the killer, (laughs) who he told the cops might be black. (laughs) Might be black. He wasn't sure because he was wearing a hood. Okay. And so, but he comes I up. I thought with they a, had a real intimate wrestling situation over the. I know, gun. I know. It's be weird. Face to face with it's the guy. It's crazy, but he does come up with this incredible sketch. I mean, just a very detailed sketch of this guy who might like, be black. Did it look like someone famous? Does <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> he look like a night stalker? Well, he's you know describing what's weird? Father Washington. Okay, a couple years go by, and and by the way, he and the new hot wife start knocking out babies like crazy. They have three kids in like right. five years. But unlike the maybe the fourth or fifth anniversary of Heidi's death, they put out the sketch again. And people are like, well, I know who that is. And people are literally like going, I know who that is. And, what? and, and so it's. By the way, what a nice picture that is. Look at that. It is a homeless guy in that area who had been arrested multiple times for burglarizing people early in the morning. Really? Yeah. So it's true. Well, that's, that's kind of what they thought, except they found out that, oh, he was in prison when the murder <laughs> happened. Isn't that crazy? So maybe Nick just saw his picture in the paper and just imagined that's... Oh, well, that's a good murder consultant that's move. That's what I thought. I thought the fucking guy saw this guy in the paper wow. and decided he'd pin it on him. So... That goes nowhere, wow. but they keep investigating, keep investigating. Meanwhile, his marriage is uh, not so great. He's just, for one thing, the girl complains that uh, the new hot wife says, um, well, what about these finances? And he decides that um, he yeah. worked. Oh, he works for his dad, too, by the way. He always works for his they, dad. <laughs> they ever beat up Tom Gamboa? You run a business with your son. You couldn't even find another grown man to go into business with. Good point, because I don't think his dad pays him that well, because he never seems to have enough money. And so as far as the new wife and the new family, well, his dad says, uh, you know what? Had all this problem last time with this crazy, you know, foreclosure that you were a victim of, along when your wife got murdered and all that stuff, crazy shit happened. I'm going to buy you a house. You just pay the property tax. That's all you have to do. Wow. So, yeah, no, pretty good deal. So they get this house, and they just got to pay property taxes, and they're pumping out kids, and the wife is staying hot, and she's still oh, hot, and he's cool. He's, I don't know, he, he wears suspenders, and he has these funky hats, and I can tell this guy thinks he's hot. He's so, not, but so he thinks he is. He's spending his money on funky hats and suspenders. I wouldn't be surprised. In fact, um... She said that uh, there were a number of times when she questioned money he spent because he seemed to spend money pretty freely and he wasn't supposed to be eating out all the time, but he yeah. did anyway. And she said that uh, she like got in the car and found this receipt. She's like, hey, you went to lunch yesterday? And he's like, oh, no, that's a friend who uh, was in the car and he just left the receipt in here. It's crazy. Yeah, because He happens. went out to lunch. Yeah. He's just a big liar. In, in your car? <laughs> what? I know. It doesn't make any sense. So anyway, she's uh, she's bugging along, kind of really, I don't know, I don't think she's too happy with this guy. She's too hot for him anyway, and she must have woken up and gone, God, I'm too hot for this guy, it's crazy. Yeah. And she's raising her kids and just plodding along like young moms do. I mean, there's nothing makes life disappear more than having a lot of little kids. Ugh. And sure enough, and she's kind of cleaning, and she's looking somewhere she shouldn't be looking, I guess, probably looking through his shit. Mm. And she realizes that... <gasps> We're about to be foreclosed on. 
hasn't paid the property taxes. Oh, my God. What a yeah. loser. Mm -hmm. What a fucking loser. Wait, was he paying mommy and daddy this whole time for the house that they owned? He was supposed to be paying was mommy he? and daddy back, but I don't think he was because he was blowing money out his ass. Because I was going to say, that'd be, that'd be really dumb to be paying mommy and daddy back. So but she not, not pay the property taxes. No, she's in shock. She's like, oh, how God, could this possibly an happen? And then she immediately is like, you know what? I don't believe him. I don't believe him. Good I think her. he killed her. So she her, she records a conversation with him <laughs> where she's like, well, you know, tell me what happened exactly. And he's like, I can't remember details anymore. I don't, I don't believe that. And she's like, but you told me all these details when we met. You told me every oh, oh, wow. I can't remember any details. That's crazy. So anyway, one day they get divorced and she's living with the three kids and police knock on her door and they're like, you know what? I just got this cold case. I think your ex killed his wife. And she, of course, agrees. And they start talking. And the next thing you know, they have a pretty good case because they get the FBI involved. And the FBI reconstructs that ridiculous shooting yeah. and determines that, no, 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 the rifle would have to be up here, like shooting position, to have shot her in the back. It didn't make any I mean, sense I the way they I know it's I know it's a resource thing, but why wouldn't they have done that? I don't know. Right I know this fucking guy was free for like twelve years. Yeah, well, which yeah, he is procreated. Bullshit. I know, and he had three brats, <laughs> and she had to actually cooperate against the father of her three brats, which yeah. had to be hard. But he's such a loser; he probably never paid child support. Yeah. I'm guessing, and he was found guilty of good. murder. Good, the fuck face. Better late than never. And uh, 48 Hours over the weekend was was the case. We've talked about this case. I saw that one, yeah. These two girls, one of whom is married. They're both beautiful. One of them is a model, and the other one looks like a model. And they're out. Her husband is in San Francisco visiting his parents, I think. And they go out, and they're kind of uh, cavorting around. And they end up at this warehouse party in a VIP section. Mm-hmm. And they're talking to these guys, and uh, and she texts her girlfriend at one point and says, Hey, you want to do some coke? Yeah. And the girlfriend's like, yeah, sure. I'm in the kitchen. So, they, <laughs> they, so that's I know. They leave with the three guys to this guy's place, not knowing what a fucking loser this guy is, who calls himself Dave from Paramount. I yeah. think that's what he called yeah, himself. He worked for the movies, yeah. Yeah, and he never worked for fucking Paramount. He just was a big name dropper, and he had all these. Uh, he had a wall of fame, all these pictures with Eddie Murphy and all these people who would never recognize him in a crowd of one because he's such a zero. And, and one with Carrot Top. They showed one with him <laughs> and Carrot, one top. With Carrot I'm like, Top. I'm like, these producers know what they're doing. <laughs> they pick the worst ones. That to was. Show I, I laughed out loud when I saw the picture too. Carrot Top. Yeah. I was like, that means nothing. But that that story, like you said, we've talked about it before. Pretty big story because they just dropped her off at the hospital and let her die, right? Yeah, both they dro they yeah. dumped both bodies. They went back to the apartment with him, yep. and they were there for not too long when the one girl texted the other girl, said, uh, "Let's go," and she yeah. had that wide-eyed emoji, like, yeah, ah. "What the fuck I am?" Mm -hmm. And so uh, she says, "I'll call an Uber, and then the Uber will be here in ten minutes." And the Uber arrives. The Uber waits and waits. And the Uber leaves because they never came out. And the only thing they really find out about the next day is that the neighbor heard a woman moaning from 1030 till 4 p.m. So they were there another 11 hours. And this was like, nice neighbor. I mean, you hear a woman moaning 
And I, I, when I heard that, I swear, I was so terrified imagining how much misery this woman must have yeah. been in for all those hours. And at 4 p.m., um, this guy, let's see, David, David Pierce, I think is his name. David Pierce emerges from the back of the apartment and is looking around like, and then he goes back inside. And the second guy comes out with him carrying a female body. And they go to the car, they put the girl in the car, they drive to the hospital, they dump her off, they don't give their name or anything, they just act like, oh, we're good Samaritans, it's crazy, this girl, I don't know what's going on, see ya! And they go back, and they carry the second girl out, and they take her to another hospital two Two, hours later, and while those two are out, the third guy emerges from the apartment, and he goes home, but he's carrying bags of garbage. So something really fucked up happened because uh, the one girl died almost immediately in the hospital. The other girl was on was brain dead on life support for two fucking weeks. And uh, what happened was the husband had uh, his locate her location on his phone. Yep. Now is that stalking? That's stalking. They're married, right? I mean, I'm sure they. You, uh, if it's an iPhone, I the think most married people have each other on their phones. I don't know. Do you? No. Uh-uh. Brandon? No. But uh, I think- Are you that, on Kristen's phone? No. But I think that people do it a lot with their children, so it Oh, no. With children, that's different. But adults? With adults? Side note, by the way. When we went to Disney last week, I bought air tags. Mm-hmm. Uh, one for each kid, just in case they get separated, right? Right. And one for my dad, because I didn't want to wait for him to reply to wherever he was. Like, <laughs> we'll just we'll just find you. <laughs> I made, I made him wear, I made my dad wear an air tag. That's funny. But we're in Epcot, and all of a sudden Julie goes, Annie, where's your air tag? And it just came off of her shoe. And so I'm like, I'm going to find this air tag. And I located it in Epcot, started chasing the person as it's moving. And you can make it make a noise and everything. I could never find the fucking people. So for the rest, of the, vac- rest of the vacation. You're watching them wander around? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'll show you right now where it what, is. What were they doing with their air tag? Oh, well, they, they just found it on the ground. And picked it up and, and just carried it around everywhere? Yeah, which, you know, I, <laughs> this is the thing. You can deactivate it. I deactivated it. So it, it is worthless to them. <laughs> and if it connects to another iPhone, it would say, this is a lost item or whatever you wanted to right. say. And I yeah. put my phone it number on it. your phone there. number. Yeah. yeah. So I could get it back. I mean, it's not expensive, but it's like 25 bucks. So, so they bucks. weren't much of a help, in other words. They didn't call you, did they? For the rest of the vacation... <laughs> Every day, because the little icon I used for Annie was a banana, because mm-hmm. that's her nickname. And every rest of vacation is, I want to know where my banana is. <laughs> so Annie, we had to look it up on the phone to see where the banana is. And it oh, is, yeah, it's kind of cool. It has been in the Best Western in uh, <laughs> near Universal Studios for the last four days. So I think these people just put it in the garbage. Oh, okay. And I'm really pissed off about it. I want my AirTag back. That sucks. I know. Well... Um, I don't know. I've, for some reason, because know, because the girl was a model and she was really beautiful, and this guy was not that hot. Look, it's been in that same spot now. Oh, there it Jeez, is. That's <laughs> in the garbage. Yeah, it's out. <laughs> so now I'm going to follow, watch it go to the yeah, dump. Yeah, watch it go to the dump. <laughs> exactly. Um, anyway, because this guy wasn't that hot, I thought, well, I don't know if that guy would, would I would expect that guy to be her boyfriend. No, but he, I thought, he was older than her, too. I think he's stalking her. Yeah, he's 17 years older than her. Yeah. And they got married by a big surprise. Yeah. The family wasn't invited. They just eloped, which is like, it's not so nice to do, really. The way the story started, I thought he was going to murder her. 
I know it did seem that way, didn't it? Yeah, until, she was so yeah. much older. And she was only, wasn't she like 22 or something? Yeah, she was smoking hot. She was really hot. Um, but I thought that was very stocky, the location thing. But it did come in handy because the next day he sees that, eh, she didn't have that location. But it's interesting that he checked her location Well, he didn't. before he was looking for her. Maybe he was concerned. He hadn't, he hadn't heard from her. He's out of no, town. I don't, I'm not sure he was looking for her when he got the, that location, though. Although he, I think he suggested that, but I don't know. I, no, have, a feel, very, I have a feeling he always kept up with her. Location. Very comfortable in his much younger, hot wife going out with her friends. Although she's going to do blow with some guys. I mean, she didn't tell him that. At four part. o'clock in the morning, I mean. she didn't tell him that part. <laughs> Maybe that's why he was talking. That could be. But anyway, it's a weird address. And then her next location is the hospital. So then he knows, yeah. oh, fuck, yeah. and he flies back Calls and him. finds out she's dead immediately. I mean, he makes a call, yeah, he finds out she's dead really fast. Well, the one which, thing I did not know about that story is how often this guy had drugged other women. Well, I didn't know that either, but um, this guy, the husband, the stalky husband, he's not stalky, I don't know, he's stalky. He put the <laughs> he's address. He's <laughs> And it's fair. Yes. She was really hot. I mean, He's old. If I was him, I would have never even thought of asking her out in a million years. <laughs> exactly. Not in a million years. Exactly. I mean, if I was in my body or his body at his age. <laughs> if I was if I was in his body or my body at her age, I wouldn't have even never asked her out. <laughs> but anyway, and I, you know, I'm sure she's a delightful person and all that, and she didn't care, and she obviously didn't. She married him. It wasn't important to her, his age or that he looked not as hot as her. But mm -hmm. anyway, um, he puts the guy's address on Instagram, says, anybody know anything about this address? Yeah. And he's flooded with, oh, yeah, this real shitbag lives there. Which is like, what? Yeah. That many people know his address and what a shitbag he is? What does that say? But he was in the VIP section at the party, so they thought, oh, he's a VIP. He's hey. Dave from, from Paramount. Paramount. Yeah. And he's got this wall of fame or whatever. So that's probably... Anyway, um, they uh, they get to the bottom of it. There's surveillance at the building next to theirs that sees them carrying the bodies out. And by the way, when they look to see that the coast was clear, they put on a hat, a mask, and sunglasses. Yeah. So they knew what they were doing. And um, and they they arrest them. And when word of their arrest gets out... They get four calls from women who say, he sexually assaulted me. Um, the girl, by the way, in her system, she had cocaine, fentanyl, ecstasy, and GHB. So he knocked them out. He fucking killed them. With the fentanyl, the GHB, or who knows? Probably the fentanyl. Yeah. But nonetheless, uh, he also sexually assaulted one of them, I know. Did he sexually assault both? Do we know that? I know the, the one he did. God, I can't remember. I oh boy, I don't I don't remember Drew. And then after uh, a few days pass, three more girls call up and say yeah. I was sexually assaulted by him too. This David Pierce piece of shit. Paramount, yeah. Oh my God, was that terrible? And the three guys, by the way, two of them lived together, which I thought that's interesting. Forty-two year old and a forty-seven year old guy living together in an apartment. These cool. big stuff and yeah, name guys dropping a, guys. Probably had a blast. I don't know about that. The other guy was 39, and I don't think the two of them, one of them is charged with assisting after the fact with a murder. Yeah. 
which is a which was is not off, something really. you really want on your record, but it's not. I doubt he maybe he goes to prison for a short, short time. And but seven women. I mean, he's got so many charges, including two murder charges. And I assume that uh, he's going away for a long, long time, Better. probably forever. Yeah. And oh, Christy, the model, her vagina was bloody. That's right. Yeah. Man. I know. I no. mean, and not not from a natural. No, she did not have her period uh, while she was brain dead. Or she wasn't menstruating. What a! I mean, I just I got it's it's just like unbelievable. And the, the one girl came he looks forward. Like such an asshole. He does. No, it's a a very all over his face. Hollywood asshole. The fact that he's in VIP and he has that face well, that alone, but. Uh, you know, I guess people have expectations. The U.S. The uh, Sun, you know, the newspaper, The Sun. And by the way, the guy's going to raves in. Um, I know, forty-two-year-old going to raves, warehouse raves. Where's he, really? find, the, where's he find the energy? <laughs> no good question. I have so, actual so. audio from that rave, by the way. Oh, you're gonna make somebody so mad with that. So the the U.S. Sun had pictures, and look at this dude's apartment. He's got VIP menus from all these places. So oh, what a fucking dick. That's Which kinda, he stole. That's kind of what he got off on or some other VIP type stuff. Look at that dick. What a zero. Where's the other VIP? No, they, there was some other Does the VIP. Does look, uh, let's see. Well, it's kind of shitty. Yeah, he's trying to make it look cool, but it's not that cool. Well, you biller. Oh, sad. Oh, piece of shit. Bill, yeah. Yeah, it was a terrible story. Just, just, just fucking horrible. Hey, the cocaine usage, though, reminds me. Have you guys seen Oh, co- by the way, he took an ounce to the warehouse. He had an oh, ounce he? of cocaine wow. on him. An ounce of cocaine. That's a lot of blow. Looking to, yeah, I mean. Uh, do you think he, it was cut with fentanyl, by the way? Probably. I think that's where the fentanyl yeah. came from. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. But he probably provided the GHB. Yeah. I was going to ask you guys, have you seen Cocaine Bear yet? I no, I haven't. It's on Peacock. Yeah, I'm gonna oh, it's watch on it. Peacock? I definitely got to check that out. It, it is, is it good? It is so dumb, but so much fun to watch. Yeah, yeah no, I'm it psyched. It is so ridiculous. I'm really great. excited to see it. You know what I... Uh, and the bear the bear should be nominated for an Oscar. The bear was so cool. Well, why can't the bear be nominated? <laughs> well, he's acting. I don't think he really did that much cocaine. No, oh, that's a man. guy in that bear suit doing a hell of a job. <laughs> a guy that's a, an actor. A guy in a bear suit. <laughs> <laughs> It is so. There are some ridiculous mercy <laughs> shots. It was it was so much fun to watch, but it's terrible. It's not a good movie, but it's so much fun. I'm excited to see it. I didn't know it was as easy as watching it on Peacock. Yeah, you'll you will love it. It's very funny. Fantastic. That reminds me. I watched the. Um, this will be of interest to maybe three people listening. This is radio for three. Hopefully. Uh, there's a new documentary on David Johansson that Martin oh, from, Scorsese did. Yeah, from the New York Dolls. Yeah, the New York Dolls uh, lead singer, and also from um, hot, hot, hot. Yeah. He was uh, Buster Buster Poindexter, Buster Poindexter mm-hmm. and he's in Scrooged mm-hmm. with Bill Murray and a the few other movies. Driver, yeah. And it's he's performing at the Carlisle in New York, which is a kind of an upper swanky place for a guy like that to play with a pretty cool little band and playing most of the music from his career. And uh, so I went on a kind of a New York Dolls binge yesterday, which I, I love the Dolls. I They have a couple songs that sound so Rolling Stonesy to me. but um, And I love Johnny Thunders, and particularly the one song, uh, You Can't Put Your Arm on a Memory. Mm-hmm. But 
It was uh, it was interesting, and the the old clips are interesting because he intersects with uh, Warhol and a lot of Warhol's women from the factory that did, worked there. Did, didn't he live at the Chelsea too? Yeah, he lived at the Chelsea for a while. So there's, that's always worth some great stories. I mean, some crazy stories. But I went on this tangent because in the documentary, he's talking to somebody in the crowd. Because, like, Debbie Harry's at the show mm -hmm. and other people, I think New Yorkers that were sort of in his orbit mm -hmm. show up. So there's a lot of famous people there. And one of them is named Carmen. No, no, I'm sorry. She goes by Penny Arcade is her, her stage name. Well, that's her real name now, I think. But she worked for... Uh, she was at the Warhol factory and, quote-unquote, escaped from the Andy Warhol factory in 1980. And so she's on a podcast, and I ended up listening to it, which was interesting because she had a bizarre story. And she was talking about and she'd been involved in all of this um, fighting causes, racism, abortion, you know, whatever, you name it. She's sort of in that art zone mm -hmm. and that politics zone. And she had some really strong comments about um, she was very angry during the George Floyd thing because she was talking about how I've been fighting racism for 50 years and people who are, you know, 20 years old are telling me that I have yeah. racism inside me that I need to find and admit yeah. to and fuck you. It's ridiculous. I know it was really, it was very funny hearing it from her side. But um, anyway, yeah, so that was, that was an interesting documentary. And the other one was, uh, I watched a documentary about uh, Mark Bolin from T-Rex, mm -hmm. which, uh, <laughs> which was pretty interesting, too. I mean, I've always been interested in T-Rex and glam and we were playing um bentley was fascinated the other day because i was playing gary glitter upstairs yeah i heard being that. the pedo lover that i am <laughs> right right into bowie spiders from mars and i swear to god there you can so hear the influence of gary glitter on david bowie really yeah you know that that drum sound that rock and roll part two drum sound yeah yeah with the clap with it you know so it's got a clap with it yeah and it's very it's got a heavy echo i really hear spiders from mars i hear gary glitter um particularly like hello i think it's the song's called hello by gary glitter hello i'm back and do you want to touch and a couple others you really I definitely hear Bowie being, but they were, they were in that glam world and, and Gary Glitter was the glam guy. And so was, um, so was Mark Bolin. In fact, Mark Bolin, the story was that, yeah, this is a cool song. That's a great sound. I love that sound. I hate that he's a pedophile. Trust me. And he's been in prison and he's in prison now. So fuck him. Yeah. He got out and went right back in after a yeah. month. I mean, at least he was in prison for it. He lasted one month. But Gary Glitter was a hell of a performer. I mean, I'm sure. Get a room. I know. You're too old. I apologize. All this glitter. <laughs> but Bolin was also part of that that glam thing. And allegedly, he got glitter on his face. Ew. And people like, oh, the glitter's really cool, man. But I don't know if I believe that because I think I think Mark Bolin was, was into wearing makeup. And yeah. so, whatever. But T-Rex is a great band. And they were so hugely popular in the UK. They never made it in America, which is strange. Bang a Gong was a hit over here, but that's about Get it. it on. Yeah, I don't I mean, I think it was a pretty big hit, but I for some reason I, he came and went so fast. He was just everything. All to the young Brits dudes wasn't that wasn't a hit over here. That was not uh that that was not uh Mark Bolin oh. T-Rex. That was uh, Mata oh. Hoople. Oh god, I always confuse those two. Although what, what Bowie about? Bowie wrote it. 
Children of the Revolution. Is that? Yeah, that's, that's Children of the okay. Revolution. That is T Rex. That was a great hit song. Here. No, it was not a hit here. Bang a Gong was a big hit here. I don't think Cosmic Dancer See, or Jeepster like or any of those were hits over here. But he was so big, and uh, you know, people were looking the the teenagers that were after the the people that loved the Beatles and the Stones. They didn't have anyone, and so Mark Boland was the next guy over there, but not over here. And they kind of explained it as. He was so big there, and he was so big in Europe, he didn't really need America. I mean, he wanted America, but he yeah, didn't really right. need it. Yeah, I know, so they say. So they say conveniently. But he was killed in a car crash in 77, I believe it was, with um, Gloria Jones. His, his girlfriend was driving at four in the morning. Gloria Jones, who famously wrote Tainted Love and made Tainted oh, yeah. Love a hit in 65, I think. 19 years or 18 years before Soft Cell had the giant hit with it. Great song. She has a much faster version. Mm -hmm. And she was a great backup singer. And she sang in T-Rex, too. So, anyway, I really did like the... Uh, if you're not a fan of the New York Dolls, I don't think you would What's need to on? see the Johansson one. It's on Showtime. Okay. But Scorsese, I think, does the best rock docs. I love his documentaries. Well, the uh, the band, right? Wasn't the that band was Scorsese. The George Harrison one is two parts. I mean, that's like four and a half hours. Did he do? I'm gonna look it up. Wait, he did the Harrison one. I think he did the band one. And I was gonna say he no no no. The last waltz, right? Is the band one? Yeah, uh, and the band had another documentary though in 2017 or 18. It was fantastic. Although I know someone very well who refuses to watch it. What? It's crazy. Why? I don't know. I just it's crazy. I it's crazy. I thought <laughs> I thought the band was somebody that everyone was interested in, but everybody's just not interested in the same stuff I am. Yeah, everyone's different. Yeah. Um I was thinking of the Gary Shandling doc. That's that's, that's Apatow. Phenomenal. Yeah. Isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. I wish it wasn't Apatow, but it was. But Martin Scorsese does great ones. He has a Stones one too that's mostly a concert doc. It's time for us to go. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, we want to mention Ghost Budsters again because Brandon and Eli, we haven't had a lot of notice to tell you, but they will be at um, visiting our friends at Breeze and Hazel Park for free weed. Starting Tuesday through Thursday, Ghost Budsters is doing a buy one, get one free deal on all flour when you mention the Drew and Mike show while supplies last. At Breeze and Hazel Park, tell your friends it's free weed. High noon on 420, Brandon and Eli will be hanging out and giving away some weed from Ghost Budsters. And that's at Breeze in Hale Park, Hazel Park, on uh, it's on John R., right? Correct. 696. And I couldn't fail to mention our friends at Hall Financial because the spring buying season is here. So home inventory is on the rise and rates have been leveling off. They've got a lot of great programs now. You can save money off your rate and even get help with down payment assistance. Uh, in fact, this week they announced a 1% down program with up to 4000 in forgivable down payment assistance for qualified buyers. Wow. 4000 in forgivable? That's, uh, if you qualify, that's a pretty good deal. And if you think about spring, summer renovations or second home up north, take advantage of the equity in your house now. Go to the website, click the link. To get started for Halls Above and Beyond, five-star service just for Drew and Mike listeners, or dial up 866-CALL-HALL, and be sure to tell them we sing. And uh, I guess that's about it for today. Uh, Carl's with us on Tuesday, and Trudy's back tomorrow. 
And um, I guess other than that, we'll uh, well, we've got so much catching up to. We'll we'll just have to see ya. Subscribe to YouTube. Wrap, 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 wrap it up.